So, from a scale of 1 to 10, how disappointed were you? Disappoint? I mean, I was expecting to be disappointed. So, I guess it like... I would give the overall... It's like middle of the road. It's This is this whole presentation, Like I feel like, started pretty hard with the first game that we're probably going to talk about. And then it just dropped the fuck off until like the last... <laughs> 15 minutes and this was an hour and 15 minute presentation yeah it was it was a little lengthy because we thought i was like is this gonna be two if it's two because it was hitting the one hour mark because i was watching max's stream and it was hitting the one hour mark and it was like starting to go over i was like okay it's gonna be two hours they're just fucking us over with these these indie games in a ps5 reveal i don't think that these are indie games dude a lot of those games looked indie quality a lot of those did. I didn't get my set. Usually when an, uh, an announcement and a presentation like this comes out, I usually watch the video three, four times. Um, this time I only watched it once. So this is going to refresh my memory as I go through this list. But I don't remember there being a whole lot of indie games. Um, but just starting things off, they're re-releasing Grand Theft Auto V. I'm assuming that PlayStation is doing a smart delivery-esque style uh, release. The whole time, the whole time that trailer was playing, I was like, "They very fucking show Lawrence," <laughs> and they showed Lawrence. <laughs> he's uh, a good voice actor. Like he's a pretty good actor. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, they cock teased us in the beginning. They cock teased us showing like the different PlayStation logos, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Maybe they're just gonna go right into discussing the backwards compatibility." And like, nah. Yeah, they're nah. just like. This is a history sh- lesson. I think I missed that entire first portion because I was watching uh, Jeff Keeley talk to a bunch of uh, YouTube nobodies like Matt Pat and Jack Septicai and some other dude. In oh, Jack Jack Septicai is a nobody. Okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. I just don't watch them, and I don't like Matt Pat. He can go get fucked. Um, Take that shit to my fucking grave. Anyway. Well, I saw saw Rockstar. I was like, oh, shit. Are they just going to announce GTA 6 right now? No, absolutely not. And then I saw the guy, one of the main characters from GTA 5. I was like, no, this is a this is an eight year old game coming to this system. I the thing is, it's like, what do you do when you have an old game like GTA 5? It's still making you fucking money. Like Uh, that's true. You don't use it to start a place a next gen trailer it up in the top left it even has ps4 on it so people aren't getting all excited about this is ps5 footage so i definitely thought that i was about to get bamboozled this entire fucking presentation because i'm just just thought it was a ps4 presentation (laughs) what the fuck are you showing me like seriously i get it gta 5 is like a good fun game and it does make people fuck tons of money and the story it has one of the best storylines i've ever seen oh the storyline's fantastic you don't start your next gen tra- reveal trailer with something like this. This is like middle of the presentation. I disagree. I think that this, like all things considered, after revealing everything, this was probably the right move because it got it out of the way. It was just like, hey man, we know that the majority of you motherfuckers play GTA 5. Um, when we say majority, we're thinking like a solid 30%, which is a huge right. portion of the fan base. Um, but it was like, Hey man, we know that you play GTA five. We're giving you a million dollars every single month. And we're just going to give you GTA five when the PS five comes out, 
uh, oh, GTA Online free to all PS5 owners when it comes out in 2021, which fine. Got it. Just get that shit out of the way. That was, that was the appetizer. All right. The big one that came out that, which I thought they were going to come out swinging thereafter, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. I was super hyped for that. Like I was like, Spider-Man is one of the PS4's best games recently. Mm -hmm. And I love Miles Morales. Like into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie hands down ever made. Yes. I, Anyone can argue with me any day of the week. It is the best Spider-Man movie. Well, it's the only Spider-Man movie I know of. I know that there's others. I just have never seen them. I've like, watched the cartoon series. Um, yeah. But I think any adaptation of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is my favorite. I mean, I watched all the Sam Raimi ones. I didn't watch the Amazing Spider-Man ones, but I was like, mm, don't want to watch those. I watched Far From Home. I watched Homecoming. Those are fine. I like the first one. Far Homecoming is the first one. Far From Home is the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. But mm-hmm. no, Into the Spider-Verse is great, and I love that Miles Morales uh, is in, like, has got his fucking game. Like, this is his game. I hope great. that they have a lot of the aesthetic from Into the Spider-Verse, because that was a big reason why I love that movie it wasn't just the characters miles even though that he is charming and i like him a lot um just the aesthetic the the hip-hop feel like if they incorporate stuff like that yeah um i'm fucking down yeah i'm down for that too because that shit looks great it's very excited about that after that we got gran turismo 7 which good for you kusanagi yeah Uh, I haven't been able to get into a GT, uh, GTA, uh, Gran Turismo since Gran Turismo 2. Um, but I suck at simulating racing games. So it's a pretty game. Like, Gran Turismo 7 is a pretty fucking game. Oh, yeah. It's the prettiest racing simulator I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, after that, we got Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. Um, that looked pretty good. The stream was dying during that, but that looked good. <laughs> what do you mean the stream was dying? When I was watching Max's, like, the stream was, like, not being able to keep up with what the... I don't know, like, not his specific stream. The stream he was watching on Twitch, which was this reveal stream, was when he was... When it was going... When uh, Ratchet and Clank were going through the portals nonstop, Mm -hmm. it was fucking not looking too great. I didn't have issues with it chugging. I just think that that... One thing in particular is the hookshot mechanic that ratchet is throwing because he he throws the hookshot and i'm expecting him to launch forward nah the entire screen like comes to you and that scares the shit out of me it reminds me of it's in futurama where they they reveal that the ship that they use actually doesn't move in space (laughs) the generator moves space around (laughs) the ship and i'm like what (laughs) like that doesn't that's not how that works that's it's like fucking that one story where they i fucking lost it never mind no got it it's it's fucking weird uh i will say the ps5 talks about how it is seamless how there's no loading screens i am telling you right now every single instance where ratchet is jumping from one area to the next that's a loading screen even though it's really really fast that's a loading screen it's some kind of lo- it's not like a stop 
a screen that says now loading, not that mm-hmm. kind of loading screen. Which but. harkens back to the tech demo that Sony showcased either a year or two ago when they were working on the the U not the UI but the GPU for the PS4 and the P, or the PS5 and comparing it to the PS4 using mm-hmm. Spider-Man specifically uh, right. those load times but the, the difference between like thirty seconds and four like that's yeah, even with incredible. a pro that has a solid state it was better right so. Uh, I will say that the stream that was being shown to us was not in 60 FPS. It was in 30. So that was probably... It wasn't like... I'm, I'm just saying, if anyone's like, this doesn't look as good as it should, be reminded that that stream that was being shown was not in 60 FPS. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't beaten the original Ratchet and Clank. Um, I've never beaten think- any of them. <laughs> oh, Dude. You need to get the Ratchet and Clank games, like whether it's for the PS2 or the PS3, PS4 collection. I think it's a PS3 mm-hmm. collection. Those games are fantastic, especially the second and the third one. They are hilarious. <laughs> they are fucking hilarious. Like it comes off like it's supposed to be a little bit of a kitty game. And then the jokes that start coming in, it was like, oh, th- these are the same people that like fucking wrote Ed, Ed and Eddie and shit like that. Like, what is it for real? Same type of humor. Okay, not the same people, but the same type of humor. So it's not Conker's Bad Fur Day level, but no, a little under that. Under that, it's it's a step below that because I mean it's rated T, so there's things that they can get away with. But right, right. I'm telling you, dude, you would love those games. Uh, my I biggest gripe, one. I think that I played the Ratchet and Clank game in 2017, maybe 2018. I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast. Uh, it's a reboot, and they changed the way that Ratchet acts. Like They changed his personality. In the original, he was very sarcastic, very kind of like, I don't give a shit. In like this us? one, he's like this starry-eyed... Uh, oh. like young kid just trying to be like his hero, Captain Quark, uh, which I'm assuming that whole image and facade goes straight to hell. Uh, I was seeing a little bit of that kind, not angst, but that uh, free spirit come back from Ratchet um, in Ripped just, Apart. There's not a game where it gets super fucking serious, right? Like with the Jack and Daxter games. <laughs> I don't think so. Me, well, like, you know what I'm okay, talking so, about, though, right? Yeah, no, no, I get it. Um, I would say probably the closest thing to that is a crack in time, where I think they start just dis- like discussing the backstory of Ratchet's clan and his people, and he finally meets somebody who is like him, and he knew his father. Um, and it, it does get relatively serious, but even then, there are a lot of light-hearted situation not like jack three no 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 it's not they're not on the same level like you can't have two games that are super lighthearted, and then you have this super edgelord like no so okay i've never played it but i've always been apprehensive to try it out it's called ratchet ratchet deadlocked um i don't know if it's ever been like considered to be part of the mainline story because nobody ever talks about it like it's gotcha. always Ratchet and Clank, uh, going commando, up your arsenal, uh, tools of destruction, a crack in time, and then there's like two games in between there, like uh, Quest for Booty, 
and all for one. <laughs> they, they got great names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can uh, I can confirm that not long after this presentation that there was rule 34 of that character they showed at the end of the Ratchet and Clank trailer. I, I did not go searching for this. It came up on my Twitter. <laughs> I don't remember that. You know, she because uh, Crank's like... Uh, or Clank is like Ratchet, and she lands, and she goes, who? And it just looks like a female version of Ratchet. Did I miss that? It's right at the end of the Ratchet and Clank trailer. I'm, I'm looking for it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. no. I missed that. That shit was up. Th- that shit was on my, came up on my Twitter. I went, oh, wow, that didn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> like, already, huh? Okay. And it's a twofer. It's rule thirty-four, and it's a furry. <laughs> I mean, does it does it count as rule thirty-four if it's uh, not not rule thirty-four? Does it count I as it that, being? I saw that character's butthole. So, <laughs> okay, I, I'm done. Yeah. with that. I'm done with that. Yeah. Um, I follow some good artists, and then I they, sometimes they post some weird stuff. So, <laughs> it, Twitter is a mixed bag, man. You don't don't ever. I've been on a plane looking through my Twitter, and I follow porn stars on my Twitter, and I'm just like, oh, there she go, double d- double fist and a black cock. There you go. All right, sorry about that lady that's sitting right behind me. <laughs> that, see, that's why I don't go on Twitter in public because I know right. it's going to be fucking ratchet. It's the same reason why I don't go on Reddit in public. You and, shouldn't, but now I'm 31 and don't care. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I work at a very like. I don't do it at work. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. So no, <laughs> I get super worried. It's just like because my immediate reaction on anything when I'm bored is either to check Reddit or to check Twitter, and mm-hmm. I'll be at work and I'll touch it and I'll be like, "Oh no!" And oh, I'm trying oh, to no. like sh- turn off my phone. shit. <laughs> anyway, no, Ratchet and Clank looks good. I, I expected some there. I expected some kind of Ratchet and Clank. I'm happy with it. Uh, after that was Project Athea, which that game's never coming out. <laughs> yeah, that game's it's never Square coming Enix, out. It's Luminous Productions. Uh, I I would really like to know how they're staggering out the games between each other because mm-hmm. they've got you know they've been having some murmurs of a Final Fantasy 16 coming out, but they also have Part Two of Final Fantasy 7 that they need to work on, and then this. Well, um, it also just has Project project in its name yeah i i don't know i just don't think um we'll be seeing that it looks cool anytime soon it looks super cool but i'm not expecting that game to ever come out no after that was stray which was made by interactive of course you'd like that and i forgot what else they did um that Someone is... was, I think it was Max. He goes, "You play as that fucking cat, don't you?" And then it pans <laughs> up to the cat, and he goes, "I knew it." <laughs> okay, Anna Pura Interactive did what remains of Edith Finch, uh, Flower Gorogoa. Uh, that's a fantastic puzzle game. Uh, they assisted in the Outer Wilds. They as soon did... as I saw this trailer, I got the Love Death Robots episode feel, and I also got Chappie. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Chappie. I've, I've heard of Chappie, but I was really feeling more of the Love Death Robots episode, where it was the, the first episode, I believe. It was the first episode for you. It was not the first episode for me. That's still so fucking weird that they did Remember, that. Remember, they, they did that weird thing where they shuffled everyone's order, depending yeah. on what region. I'm uh, still waiting. 
But no, they they did Sayonara Wild Hearts. They did Ashen. They did Outer Wilds. They did What Remains of oh, okay. Finch, Flower, Gorogoa, Kentucky Route Zero. Is that the game where? No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. I'm interested to see what this game's about because rewatching the trailer again, you don't get much from it. That you're just you're controlling a cat that has some kind of weird harness. It's described as an upcoming puzzle simulation game uh, being There's developed no by Blue 12 Studio and published by Anapura. So the game's in third person in which one person plays a stray cat in a cyberpunk city populated by robots. It has a strong open world environment with a focus on atmosphere and art. That I can fuck with that. As much as I got from the trailer... And if that's all that they were trying to portray, they got me. I can, this is going to be a very pretty game. Yeah. That's what one of those. It's one of those games where it's like, look at all the pretty shit that you can do while you're doing the puzzles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it looks it. cool. I'm fine with it. Uh, what do you think of Returnal? <laughs> that name is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> is I'm glad I'm not the only one because that was... <laughs> God damn awful. Sorry, uh, I, I was to, getting I've got the I've got the trailer pulled up, so I have to get through because this is the moment where they were like, look at the 3D audio and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So I gotta pull up the trailer that you're actually talking about. I was getting a cross feel between Alien and Diablo. Alien Diablo, uh Live Die Repeat slash All You Need Is Kill, mm-hmm. which God the manga name is so much better than the movie name. And uh it's very there's something to do you got a character with two different colored eyes it's it's someone watched live die and repeat and was like yo let's make a game of this which in all actuality it's every single roguelike ever the 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 way i guess i just i'm not a huge fan of the way that third person shooting looks she looks very stiff yeah i was not a fan of that she's just like it looks like a ps2 model kind of like like the way it moves a little bit or the way she just holds her gun and like walks around it could be just the dynamic camera that the developers were fucking around with because there's no way that you're gonna make that okay it kind of reminds me of the movement style in vanquish but shittier yeah Uh, i probably won't play this game so (laughs) it I'm going to wait for reviews. It might be the bargain bin uh, pile game that I pick up, but mm-hmm. cool. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure. Oh, God. They just won't fucking let Little Big Planet die. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't. As soon as I saw the tiger and I saw the zipper, I was like, this is a Little Big Planet game. Now, this is probably like I get I do feel like the first Little Big Planet might have been ahead of its time, but then they made two and three. Which then, were good games in their own right. Like this is just a, this is just a first, not a first person, but it's a, it's a sack boy game. Like that's it's it's not like the it's not like Little Big Planet. It looks like it's just a game with Little Big Planet aesthetics. It's supposed like this, to be Little Big Planet, but in three D. But I guess, but I like mean, they didn't show off if there is like any kind of like maker mode or anything because that's what little big planet was was like it, it was like mario maker pre mario maker 
Are you talking about making the stages or making? Yeah, the... like making the stages and the okay. worlds and all that stuff. Uh, I don't know. I I don't give a shit. I'm I'm fine. They gotta have. I don't. Sony's gotta try and do some kind of kitty game. Mm-hmm. Like keep with the Ratchet and Clank games. Those are fine. Like let Nintendo handle this. <laughs> let Nintendo handle this stuff. They gotta have their uh, their fucking mascot character, bro. You don't. They, we saw PlayStation All Stars, and we saw how that went. Like <laughs> Sony doesn't have like they have cra- they have good mascots, mm-hmm. but not in the sense of like how Nintendo has them. They have good mascots in their games. I, I was just thinking, like maybe instead of doing a Smash style platformer based fighter just do a traditional fighting game with all the playstation <laughs> mascots That'd be that funny. might be better uh like, anyway. i was gonna sh- i was gonna shit but i was like i was like dude it won't happen but playstation all-stars too <laughs> <laughs> all right tell me about roller derby no demolition derby Fortnite. no that game looks ass that game looks straight ass like don't get me wrong um I personally am not a huge Destruction uh, Destruction Derby fan. Uh, I think that's the name of the game that came out on the PlayStation 1. I mean, it's it's okay. It just looks like Rocket League, except you kill each other. Like, there's no ball. You just run into yeah. each other. This game looks... It looks fine. I, I like... I It's cool to see how you have, like, a diva kind of aspect, where you, have, like, you get out of your machine, and you're probably more vulnerable, but you're probably more agile and shit like that but this is this is a this is esports is what this is yeah this it's is described as a premier action sports game uh featuring in featuring destructible vehicles as well as on foot characters and looks to be a demolition derby style t- uh game taken to the absolute limit i don't mm. give a shit i don't care i'm good uh kenna bridge of spirits Okay, so this is probably like one of the first indie games. This is Pikmin. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we were saying like this is like some sort of Pikmin Pokemon bullshit, and I'm like, you said that, and I'm like, no, it's not. And then she literally starts like picking them up and like throwing them, and they grow and they do different them. abilities. And I'm like, oh my god, it's Pikmin. This is fucking because my stream was a little bit ahead of yours. Mm-hmm. So I'm like Pikmin, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, it, it's okay. This this is the part of the conference where I was just like, eh, eh. and I was that for thirty minutes. So <laughs> it looks great. I don't see this all. I don't know if this is actual gameplay. Some of it is possibly, but pretty cutscenes. Yeah, but we know how that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, goodbye, volcano high. This this uh, looks hard like pass. what's that? Hard pass. It's when I looked when I saw the trailer for this game, it just looked like life is strange with dinosaurs. Um, this chick's like an angel dolphin dinosaur. I guess she's supposed <laughs> to be a pterodactyl or something like that. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why this game is in a PlayStation Five reveal trailer. This it, doesn't push. This doesn't push any limits 
that you're trying this is what, that's what everything you should be showing off is like pushing the limits of your console that you're just showing off to people this this and i i might be giving people probably give me the shit on this i don't like these types of games some people do like these types of games and that's perfectly fine but i'm going to tell you that the art style i do not like the art style in this is from what i've been seeing and i don't believe this game should have been in a reveal trailer i see what you're saying i get it um I don't know why it was being shown off, because by by those standards, yes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they were trying to um, show off some more LGBTQ content. That's which... what I feel like that this game is going to revolve around a lot of and i don't want people to be like oh he's gay bashing or anything like that. I'm talking about I just don't physically I don't like the art style. I know nothing about the game. I, I could play that game and it bad. might make me cry and it might be one of the best games I've ever played in my life, but the art style is off-putting to me. I don't know. If it's a game like sort of like A Night in the Woods, then, I mean, yeah, maybe I'd, I'd like it, but I don't like many games that are depicted in this way. Like, I don't, I don't care for many coming-of-age stories, and it just feels like a big coming-of-age story. Yeah. Um, so... Sure, whatever. Uh, big surprise for me. I didn't expect this. Oddworld, no. Soulstorm. Yeah, and it looks really, really good. <laughs> yeah, that that looks pretty dope. Uh, I I like. I haven't played a lot of the the Oddworld games. My favorite one is Stranger's Wrath. Mm. Uh, that game is just fucking dope. Uh, but I do remember playing the original Oddworld and. At first, I didn't understand what what the appeal was because I was just like, the, these creatures are fucking ugly and hideous, and I hope they all die. And then when I got yeah. older and s- played it a second time, I'm just like, oh, there's a lot of underlying tones with these games, yeah, and tons of dark humor. Like, yeah, I get the, it's it's these games are in the style of the game Heart of Darkness. Mm-hmm. It's in that where, but this is you're saving. It's got. I look at the Abe's Odyssey, and I kind of get a feel of like. Uh, Lemmings mixed with Heart of Darkness. Yes. Uh, it looks very, very good. And it looks, like I said, very, very s- serious. Like, there's these guys you're trying to save are just getting mowed down at one point. <laughs> there were some, like, brutal fucking scenes where just mm-hmm. people were getting murked. So, I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Abe's Odyssey, but I might pick this up maybe not I full just, price but i might i might pick it up i just looked up and saw Soulstorm and started said shitstorm so <laughs> <laughs> it's been that kind of a day for me <laughs> uh ghostwire tokyo is spooky so spooky <laughs> Uh, I don't think she's with that company anymore she is not she moved on i think she i don't remember what she's doing now i whether she's starting her own firm or whatever. I'm kind of upset that she didn't... I forget her fucking name. Uh, Look it up. We have to. We're doing a podcast. Yeah. Just type in, it's spooky, and you'll pull up. Because there was a joke, something like... She was like, I'm looking into this, like, what is it? Rule 34 or whatever it is. And someone was like, no, don't! (laughs) (laughs) Akumi Nakamura. That's her name. Yeah adorable by the way yes she is adorable um this game looks this is your silent hill game i'm excited for this game i remember hearing about it 
for E3. I love Tango Software or Tango Gameworks. Um, I love The Evil Within, The Evil Within 2. Those games yep. are absolutely fantastic. Uh, if you're looking for a Resident Evil style game uh, that's actually fucking creepy and scary and shit, go play those games. Those games are great. So this trailer doesn't look so much spooky and horror, but it's it's more it's got a little bit of those aspects, but it looks more actiony to me. Yeah, it's I think they're going more on setting and premise rather than outright horror. I could be surprised. I could I could be wrong. But oh, yeah. it's one of those games you get halfway through and it just gives you that twist and you're like, "Oh shit." Yep. There's the mind fuck. <laughs> yep. Uh I'm all about it. It's right up your alley. Yes. This is up my alley. Uh, Jet Russians in it. It's going to be the best game of the year for you. (laughs) (laughs) Jet the Far Shore. I don't remember this game. The what? Jet the Far Shore. Oh, I zoned out during this. Uh, I need to look at the trailer again. The trailer's weird. Oh, this. Yeah. So I was getting. I think. No Man's Sky vibes. But it yeah. looks from the perspective of, of an RTS. So maybe I, I, like No Man's Sky and Humankind. I didn't straight up fall asleep during a part of this, but I was nodding off at a part of this reveal trailer. So I think this is where I nodded off. Okay, yeah. This this game doesn't look anything special to me right now. It's brown. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna need more information on it. So sorry. Oh, that's the big thing. It's propelled it was made in dreams. Really? It just said propelled by... Dr- well, hold on. It said propelled by dreams, but I don't know. No, no, be- no, no. Maybe that's just a tag in the movie. Yeah, no. Or in the game. It, I... I don't know. You can do a lot of shit in dreams. I, I have it. I still haven't booted it up. I've heard people are making just fucking video games in dreams, so... I mean, it's the purpose. Yeah, huh? Um, I, yeah, I, I am, I need to know more or I am just good. Yeah. Uh, Godfall. This is the, the gearbox game, the looter shooter with no shooter. Uh, it's all about swords and shit like that. I could care less. Looks great. Honest. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. Looks super, super good. Uh, I like, uh, Diablo, this, I mean, if it's a lootier game, if it's like a game where you're just constantly trying to clear the dungeons, get the gear, all that shit, I do enjoy those games. I play Diablo, I've tried Path of Exile, I've, I've, I like those games. I might check this out, but this screams microtransactions to me. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. I, this screams epic. Epic exclusive. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, it's not for me. I'm like, I don't get me wrong. I like Borderlands. Like, I like the first one. I kind of like the second one, but I haven't touched the third one or anything beyond that. Um, I'm not a big fan of these t- style of games. And yeah, going to a more sword and board gameplay style as opposed to you know sh- shooting and shit. Yeah. Uh, I love so I, all the armors and shit that I'm seeing. Like all. Oh of yeah, no, no, no. Design wise, this game looks gorgeous. Like it looks really, really good. But I, I just, I don't care. What was that it's, game that we saw 
we were we were watching. I can't. I don't know if it was some kind of E3 or something that we were watching. What was the game that I was like? This is a platinum game, but it's not made by platinum. Mm. It wasn't. I think it was in a reveal that had Godfall and one other thing. But I think you were a character with some kind of chain sword or something like that. I don't. Maybe it's a fever dream. I don't know. So, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, Solar Ash. Uh, if you like Hyperlight Drifter, this yeah. is Hyperlight Drifter in 3D. Looks great. Like I'm gonna play. Fine. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna play. I love Hyperlight your... Drifter. Yeah. Uh, I kickstarted so that. Yeah. I'm. I'm all about this. This character skates. That's awesome. <laughs> it's Shadow the Hedgehog. This is your shadow. God mm. damn it. <laughs> Uh, no, I remember hearing about this, uh, maybe a year ago because they, they were teasing it and saying like, Hey, this thing is in development, but there was, wasn't yeah. really anything to show for it. Um, I mean, good looking name at it and good logo. Yeah. I like uh, that. Even, even the world's building, the world design, it looks, mm-hmm. it looks if Hyperlight Drifter was in 3d, this is what That's it would what, look like. Yeah. So 100%. But, uh, Hitman three. Do we care? Don't. I own the the new Hitman games. I just haven't tried them out, so I don't have any. They're probably to perfectly it. fine, but I don't care. Cool. Uh, Astro's Playroom. Let me pull this up. Oh, it's still Hitman. Uh, oh, it, this game. It's uh, like some sort of platformer, three D platformer thing. It's PlayStation Five, Little Big Planet. That's what it is. Did you see the PlayStation 2 background in the one part? No. Yeah, at the very end of it, right before it shows the Astros Playroom logo, look at the background. That's the PlayStation 2 going into the blocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Sure. I just don't trust games that PlayStation throws that kind of stuff in because they just end up being flops. Yeah. Uh, Little Devil Inside. It's a weird name, but... <laughs> I also don't remember this game. It looks interesting. It looks weird. Oh, no, 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 I do. Uh, actually, no. I was interested in this. It reminds me of not Monster Hunter. Um, it just reminds me of like this, uh, not the Witcher. I can't. I can't put my finger on it, but it's essentially a bit. like it, it's it's kind of chibi Witcher. <laughs> you know what you know what I mean? Like it's just like this one dude roughing it out there, like yeah. in the shit. From what we see, he doesn't have superpowers. He's just like it's the warrior. Yeah, you know, in a world of magic and like dark magic and all that, there are just fighters that are really good at doing that. So that's what this guy looks like. He might have a magical sword or something like that. I just saw it like light up, but mm-hmm. no, it's just yeah, that's what it was. It's very like, contrasting like, of the two worlds too. I, I'm seeing this this one scene where the guy just gets off of this elephant Batman pig thing mm-hmm. and has like this hook shot that blows up and he jumps off. It's like, oh shit, fuck. Uh, no, I think this game looks dope. I'm going to tr- I'm going to definitely like looks check it out. There's something to do with the guy. The it's it's showing like him out in the world roughing it, and then it's showing this old guy that's just like living an everyday life. Yeah, I don't know if that was supposed to mean something, but whatever. I don't know. Uh, NBA 2K21. It's a basketball sure. game. Uh, yep, Bug snacks. 
that game again. This is another one. Like I was looking at it, I was like, okay, I'm waiting for the record scratch to come in and the person be like, fuck this game. This is the real game we're showing. <laughs> uh, sure. I thought it was Spore. This, <laughs> so, this is this is not for me. Like this it, should it's again cute, I guess. this shouldn't be in your PlayStation Five reveal trailer. <laughs> this uh, shit this shit looks like man maybe I'm just an asshole but like whatever it's not Pokemon <laughs> game. I so it's apparently it's made, made by the people who, yeah. 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 Um, I don't care. Moving on. I don't care. Demon oh, did Souls. You see the, did you see the little stinger they tried to do at the end? Oh, uh, with like, like the little the, horror all the food came at you? together and then chased at the camera. Like I don't. I, I, I don't fucking care. Demon Souls. This is where the hype came back. Okay. Yes. So I'm sorry you're not getting Bloodborne two, but this is way more important because we've been asking for a Demon Souls remake since ds3 because we were sitting ever, there don't you ever try no, to put demon no. souls above bloodborne 2 sir no you go no, fuck yourself no. just because you suck at bloodborne yes <laughs> yes yes i do. I know the game i i know the next time i see you, we're gonna play bloodborne and we're gonna play dragon ball fighter z <laughs> okay i mean we could play all those games now they have online co-op or online some sort of shit you missed the joke nope Definitely Moving on. That. <laughs> no, I am super hyped for Demon Souls. This looks Souls. great. This Some of these still shots of this look fucking beautiful. Looks fucking do- Like, I was really curious what the fuck they were showing me. And I was just like, are you finally showing more stuff from Elden Ring? And then I saw the knight. And I'm like, oh, this is Souls. This is big Souls. This is the one Souls game I've never played. I have played Dark Souls 1, I played Dark Souls 2, 3, Bloodborne. I've never played this one, so this is going to be interesting. Um, narratively, this is very good. Um, in my opinion, this is the hardest Souls game. I think a lot of people would agree with you. This, this, this game is brutal. Um, to the point where there are certain mechanics that you just can't pull off like without having or not certain mechanics but certain boss fights that you just can't pull off without certain items and they only drop in one area like without certain types of cheese yeah it's it is it's a brutal fucking game but i nonetheless i am super stoked for that shit i've seen some of the stills and they look phenomenal compared to the uh the original Mm mm-hmm um after that we got death loop which i remember death loop being shown at e3 2019 um i thought it was cool i like i liked the concept um yeah you know you have these this one dude that's just trying to escape from this island or this world or whatever and he dies he comes back he dies he comes back but then you have that stupid bitch that is just like nah i don't want nothing to change all i want to do is spend the rest of my life killing you and if that's not a twisted romance novel i don't know i don't know what is is live die and repeat like the 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 theme now is that what everyone's wanting to do uh this is the second game in this reveal trailer that does something like this 
in in Deathloop's uh, defense, it was announced before fucking Returnal. So God, this is the better name. Game. Is so bad. That yeah. name is so bad. Uh, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Looks all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get it. Tiff was really excited about it when we saw it in 2019. So I'm definitely gonna go pick it up. Resident Evil Village. We were right. This is my Bloodborne game. <laughs> um, I thought that it was looks, dope. It looked f- fucking good. It looked I very, thought that very was good. crazy. Very, very good. The I don't even, like, the only reason I'm like, this is Resident Evil 8 is because we talked about it. But you wouldn't really know this is Resident Evil 8 until closer to the end. Oh, when they do the, the fucking... V-I-I-I No, I mean, that highlight. that and, like, when they show Chris. Like, if you didn't know anything about, like, the, the leaks that were coming out and stuff, mm-hmm. this could have been, like, any kind of gothic horror game. Yeah. There's, but, like, there's no zombies from what I saw. It was all werewolves and... I'm getting uh, vampire feels from the ladies in that, uh... In the one... In the scene where they're about to step on Ethan's junk. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Uh, no, uh, you like your chunky boy, Chris? Cause he's here. He, that is not the Chris I expected. Like when they were describing Chris in the leaks, they were saying like, oh, he's old, he's aged. He's kind of gotten a little bit frail. That was not a frail man. That man, that man ate good. I'm calling it right now. Wesker has possessed Chris somehow. I, I don't think that's what it is. I think that Chris is just operating the way that he's supposed to, and he has to fuck up. Ethan and his family for the greater good. I hope Wesker has possessed Chris somehow. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to be right so badly. <laughs> so badly. And I, I want it to be known on June 13, 2020, we recorded a podcast where I said this. So if it happens, if we play the game and we find out it happens, I want it to be noted. I, the witch that you see is very. I get. I get Resident Evil vibes from that witch. Mm-hmm. But no, you get your. You, what was funny was Max saw the guy with the glasses. He goes, "Who the fuck put me in this game?" <laughs> <laughs> this is great. No, this is uh, this is Resident Evil Underworld, man. That's what this is. There you go. That was. I was looking for some sort of allegory to tie it to a movie. One hundred percent Underworld. Yeah, all of it. That's it. Um. Chris murks up uh, Ethan's wife? Which, in certain endings, that bitch don't come with you anyway, so who the fuck cares? Like, I don't care. I want to play as the guy, the the boxing redneck that goes toe-to-toe with uh, the big daddy zombie guy from Resident Evil 7. I want more of that motherfucker. Mm. Did you ever play that DLC? Bro, it's great. I've never played Resident Evil 7. I need to go through and play it. Cause you need to play Resident like, Evil 7 because it's, it's, it's a legitimately good game. Very scary. Um, but the DLC where you play the boxing redneck is amazing. That sounds like a shitty horror movie. Like a B-horror movie. The okay, so redneck. yeah, probably. <laughs> but it's still a good game, so I don't care. I forget. Does he does he get chainsaw hands at the end of the game? I don't remember. Um, uh, appar- and apparently that's not all of Capcom. Like Capcom has this next game. Was this in pra- Capcom? I, I have to double. 
Let me look at the end, but someone said in Max's stream that it at is, the end, yeah, that's it Capcom. showed a Capcom logo. Yeah, uh, Capcom. I I like the the style. I thought that it was going to be like a cross between Dead Space and Vanquish, but there's I no it was there's DLC no for Death Stranding. <laughs> oh no! Uh, like if anything, I was thinking more along the lines of Dead Space, which you know bring back. Yeah, Dead you Space. were like Dead Space Four. I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, I'm there's not really a whole lot to gather from it. It Space looks Space cool. Inception is what I'm seeing. Sure. Uh, and then finally, Horizon Forbidden West. Sony Zelda. Uh, I I will go down and say Horizon Zero Dawn is one of the greatest video games that has ever been made. Um, I mean, I can't put it in like a top 10, but it's definitely in like my top 50. That game is fantastic. Like absolutely phenomenal. I, I still I don't need have to play it. Anything negative to say about that game. Um, so I'm excited about Forbidden West. I think that game looks fucking dope. Um, I don't know. Outside of that, I don't have a lot to say about it other than, than like, just, just give it to me. Just let me play it. You know what doesn't look fucking dope? The fucking design of the PS5. (laughs) I'm so mad. That shit looks so fucking stupid. Let's, let me jump to it real quick and we'll show it. I honestly thought we weren't even going to get it shown to us. Uh, I'm trying to get to it. Ah, uh, God, this thing just what the best thing that came out of this are the fucking memes, bro. The memes the are first rampant. picture that I saw saying like, yo, bro, I got the PS5 early. Some dude took his router and put a white binder around it and be like, boom, there it is. The best one is someone put Kaiba's head on it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone put Kaiba's head on it. There's also, uh, they've put Cell's face on it and changed it the color of Cell's body. The router, the router uh, ones are great too. The the Kaiba one's the best one. I'm looking, I didn't even... You call yourself a Yu-Gi-Oh fan. (laughs) I don't call myself a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, but still, that's that's fantastic. The the Kaiba one's the best one. I hope that's the podcast cover this time. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll go back and do that. I mean, um, we get a we get a big butt version and a small butt version. I don't like the design for it laying flat. Oh, it looks stupid as fuck laying flat. This console uh, was meant to stand sitting up. You have the disk drive on the bottom. Is that what I'm seeing? Yes, it's on the like, bottom. That's stupid. Uh, and they're releasing the the digital version, which Without I think is the smart. The, think doing both smart is thing smart. To do. um, they're already How? announcing all the fucking accessories that go along with it. Only one buying... USB port in the front. What's that? I'm seeing only one USB port. Looks like a USB and then a, a USB-C. Yeah, the second one's a USB-C, though. Oh. It's much smaller. Well, no, they've got they've got two ports right above the uh, the disk drive, and then they have two of them in the middle. Unless those no, are no, no, lights. Those, no, those are lights or buttons above the. Those are too way too thin and narrow to be uh, USB drives. Those are buttons or lights 
or okay. both. You can have a light, a button light. So it's one okay. to turn it on and one to the eject the disc. I have a uh, a larger picture. I see what you're talking about now. Yeah. Uh, I uh, don't yeah. like the the white version. However, they are releasing an all black version, and if you see it, one? the Spider Man one looks fucking sick. How long be- before a young kid just uh, these fins start snapping off? Like a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Even, we have a Wi Fi router and a refrigerator. Like that's our choices for the Wi Fi router, refrigerator, toster. That those are the. Th- there's a trifecta of Gen That's 9. That's what it is. I, all this time, I had Next Gen sitting in my house, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. It, I will say... I will say that the digital version looks better from the front. Yeah, because it doesn't have that fucking bow out for the disk drive. Yeah. That's stupid. Because what's stupid is, you and I both know this, that we would both get the disk drive. Uh, yeah because we have to have it because we want physical media yeah what sucks is we have to deal with that design i just don't want to flip it on its on its disk drive like why can't i flip it the other way i don't know i i I hate it i hate that's it there you go that's what it is oh yeah they showed all of these like they have uh the webcam looks really nice uh, but it won't. It'll probably only be able to be used with. Uh, I don't understand why are companies still making media control remotes. You have a controller. I don't. Have I an don't for understand you. it. This controller has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, probably twelve buttons. It's I don't goofy. have an answer for you. It's it's goofy. The headphones look nice. The thing that bothers me is that we don't have a hard release date, and we also don't have a price. We didn't get either um, one of them. Yeah. Like, at least give me one or the other. Like, I know it's coming out holiday. Jim Ryan said you're going to get it by the end of the year. Yeah, um, they have games nothing, that are coming out prior. Like, the only thing that I can see it coming out is, like, mid-October. Because Spider Man Miles Morales is holiday twenty twenty. So we know that that probably is going to be a launch title. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, no game that I saw made me have to buy this on launch. There were good I, games. Spider Man Horizon uh Forbidden West is not gonna be a launch title. Like it just doesn't scream right. launch title. There was no indication that it was going to be a launch title. So I mean if that was going to be there at launch, then yes, 100%. But I need to get this anyway because I don't have a PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my incentive to buy both the Series X and the PS4, uh, PS5 at launch was so that I can circumvent those issues. Um, right. All mean, in all, right. as, as far as the, the presentation as a whole, I thought it was okay. It wasn't anything I gave special. It, I'll give it a C. I'd give it a C minus. Yeah. This is like the like, first presentation that I didn't like sit down with my wife and watch because I knew she wouldn't give a shit. I mean, Spider-Man, Demon Souls, Resident Evil 8, and Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon whatever West. Forbidden West. Forbidden West are the main point, talking points of this. Yeah. Those games look great. All the Concur. other games and the system itself do not. Concur. 
let's hit weeks. Um, let's do it. So, started working out again. I'm down 10 pounds this, this week, this week and a half, whatever. Um, so, you know, slow progress. Um, progress, as far as the video is concerned, we are moving into the um, mid-opening. So, I'm probably about like three or four minutes into the video. Um, it's just splicing all the good parts of the game of uh anarchy reigns yeah and having I mean, you're also ocd with your editing as well too so a little bit so um at you least don't let anybody there. else touch the podcast so <laughs> uh outside of that what i've been playing uh, i've been playing a lot of guilty gear online uh it, i realize <laughs> i'm a lot better than what i thought you gotta get that strive taste out of your mouth <laughs> Yeah, no. Um I I've just been playing a lot of Exard, like a lot, and I've learned yeah, I'm a You made me play a lot better than I thought I was. Um You need to rank up and you're like, "Hey, lose to me twice." I didn't say lose to me, I say play me. It was it was it was what do you I I had the word implied? but it was implied. It was implied. Okay, yeah, no. Um You teabagged me in a in a match. <laughs> Don't try to act all high and mighty on the podcast. I'll call you out. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, no, like, I ranked up pretty quickly from, like, they have you do your your placing matches, 10, and I just fucking slaughtered these kids. I slaughtered them so fucking bad. So I went up to, like, rank 16, which is still relatively low because i think the ranks only go as high as 40 but now i'm in the 20s and now the real competition is there um because these these are the motherfuckers that like combo up real fucking hard um they're they're pretty nasty that said you know i go into the lobby i'm fighting kids from tokyo and i'm just slapping yeah. the shit out of them so i was about to say you're you're getting out of losers bracket so you're getting yeah into up into the big boys you're getting to day two <laughs> no it's uh it's it's a lot of fun i'm learning a lot about the meta and i'm learning that soul like as much as i love him he is not i don't want to say he's not a great character um he's definitely one of the better characters but there are some issues that are just screaming in my face like his matchup against dizzy impossible not impossible, but it's like super in Dizzy's favor because she j can just throw all the projectiles, just fucking all of them. It it makes it really hard to rush down. It's yeah, it's and that's Soul's entire fucking you game. Can't plan. even beat up his own four year old daughter. <laughs> uh, she is eight. Oh, she I'm is, sorry, it doubled. She is eight now. Um, so I have been trying to pick up either johnny or biken um i actually listened to our podcast today so i was like oh yeah johnny is got no fight got no bad matchups so no yeah johnny johnny's pretty good so i've been messing around with johnny and kai and biken um because those are the type of characters i feel better with like i i suck with zoners especially in a game this fast like i can't play eddie i can't play dizzy um so i'm sticking with those two and see how far it goes so we'll see what ends up happening um also they revealed a new character yep. i thought you were, i was wondering if you were going to bring it up and when they revealed like 
arc system works was like, hey, it's it's fun to go out in the sun and shit, and it's this chick with sandals and whatnot, and everyone was thinking like, oh, they're gonna reveal biking, which would make sense because the theme so far has been releasing all the characters that has come out since the first game. Like every single exo, every single Guilty Gear that has come out has always had the core eleven characters. You have Soul, Kai, Mei, Axel, um, Milia, Zato, Potemkin, uh, Biken, and I'm missing one. Uh, don't remember. Actually, no, that's not a hundred percent true because Cliff. Cliff doesn't count because he's, I think he's considered like a boss character. Um, also, Justice doesn't count either. There's one character that I'm fucking missing. Oh, Chip. So those yeah. characters have been in every single Guilty Gear up until this point. So when they was just like, hey, it's Ramathal, I'm like, I mean, okay. I'll take it. Because, yeah. you know, I like I like me some Ram, but I definitely was expecting Biken. Um Ram plays like Ram. She she does. I'm saying she's it right not now. as a dynamic as all the other characters. Because like when you watch Soul or Chip or Potemkin do shit, like they fucking are rocking motherfuckers into the next screens and shit like that. This one is just kind of like go my two minions, take your giant swords and cut this bitch up. I um, mean, she's doing what she needs to do. It's it's kind of weird watching zoning characters. Uh, so how does this work? If this this is supposed to be revamping it is she back in like because is this revamping like back in time it's supposed to be retelling it's supposed the first to game? be a reboot like i thought because th they were definitely saying this is a reboot they're not doing xard at least for right now they might go back to it later um but they needed something to start fresh so bringing in ramathal is weird to me because she's such a late character as well, far she's an as the, the storyline is concerned you know what i mean yeah. So, it, it, weird choice. That's just all I'm going to say. It's a weird choice. It's not Anji. Opinion. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> bring back Anji. Uh, bring back Anji. Still playing Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, I need to pick that up. Yeah, it's it's just fantastic. Uh, I also picked up Star Fox Command. Um, oh, nice. I love this game, and that apparently everyone hates it. Like, nah, I don't know why, but everyone fucking hates it. They probably hate it because it's on the DS. Um, I, I, I think that game is great. Uh, I like, I like the idea of having to chart your flight path mm -hmm. to engage the enemy because it makes it feel a little bit more tactical. And, I mean, it has branching story paths or, you know, differing storylines. So, like, whether Fox and Crystal end up together... Fox and Falco go join some sort of racing thing and join F Zero and shit. Uh, this is where we get Panther. The the yeah, the this is Panther's the, first appearance. The sexy Star uh, Star Wolf member. Um, so I I am excited to play a little bit of this. I haven't gotten my hands on it yet. Um, so we'll find out next week if uh, hindsight not hindsight, but if uh, I'm wearing rose tinted glasses when I think of this game. Yeah, how much did you get it for? It was cheap. It was like ten bucks. If you find another copy, pick it up because I don't have it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, fun fact: I like stupid old man board games. So when Clubhouse Games Fifty One Worldwide Classics came out, uh, I jumped on that shit. 
a week late. Uh, <laughs> All right, dude. Whatever. <laughs> um, yo, I am a Moncala god. Uh, you ever heard of Moncala, dude? It sounds familiar. Is that the one with the little uh, the things that you put in the the beads in the holes? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, so it's like some. I don't Afri- play it, but it's like yeah, some African game. You have forty-eight beads, and every single hole gets forty-eight. Or not 48, gets four beads. That's not how math works. No, it's not math. <laughs> um, so the way that the game works is that whenever you take a hole, you count how many beads are in there, and then you drop one uh, bead yeah. in each remaining hole. You drop it in your store, which is kind of like your point pool, and then you start placing it on the on your opponent's holes until it ends. Anytime that you take your last bead and you place it in a hole that's by itself – you take whatever beads are across the lane from it. So if I take my one bead and I put it in an empty hole, but that hole across from my opponent has like 10, I get all of those and they go to my store or they go to my point pile thing. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, I have been whipping people's asses for the last two days. I am so nasty. It's, it's, it's basic math. If you could do basic math, you're good at this game. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. Like I feel like I've been beating up like fifth graders. Yeah, this is the state of America. You be- if you're bad at Mancala, you need to reevaluate your math skills. If you're bad at Mancala, you're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, they they have some really cool games on there. Like I love the toy baseball because it reminds me of the old school vintage baseball arcade games from like the 1940s and shit like that. Where the ball automatically comes down to you, you have to swing the lever, and yep. it will tell you, "Hey, you got first, second, third base." It's like whatever. one pin uh, pinball. <laughs> yeah, that? it's yeah. Uh, it's got slot cars, which I love the slot car game from Mario Kart. So I've been playing a shit ton of slot cars. I'm bad at it, but I've been playing a shit ton of slot Mario, cars. Mario Party. Mario Party. There you go. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there's there's certain games that kind of fall flat, so. That's the like darts- a Mario Party 2. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> it's one no, or two. It's one of them. No, no, it's definitely one. I think it's Mario Party 1. It might also be two, but I remember it from one. Two got a lot of games ported over from one. Yeah. Um. But as far as games that suck, the darts game is ass. Like, it is straight up garbage. So what you're supposed to do is... I haven't tried it using the Joy-Con... But using the touch screen, you're supposed to put your finger on the dart and then flick it to where you want it to go. But the problem is, is that depending on where you start your finger and where you end it will has to like it's like the speed of you flicking your dart away and it measures your power and it you either overshoot it or you don't even hit the board or it, it's it a shitty like dart it game. Should have been on, it sh- that dart game should have been on the Wii U because the Wii U had a stat- stylus. I was yeah. just watching a uh, Scott Wozniak uh, video about uh, Switch games, and he talked about Mario Maker 2, or just Mario Maker in general on the Switch, and mm-hmm. how it's not as good as the Wii U version. Yes, I 100% agree with that. There Because you need a stylus to build levels. You need a stylus to build levels. I would say that you need a second screen to build levels because... So you can look up it and see like yeah, how it works. Like, that's what worked out for me. So yes, 100% agree with that shit. That's why I don't make... I used to make levels for Mario Maker 1 and they were 
you know, I, they were semi, uh, popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, I have no incentive to make it because I just don't like the way. I mean, even stylists that work on the switch, he was talking about like, aren't that great either. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It Mario maker. <laughs> Darts. <laughs> No, uh, Clubhouse Games, uh, if you like stupid little board games and you want to play with other people online because nobody in your family uh, wants to sit down and have a family event and play some board games, definitely play this. All right. Just disregard those underlying tones in there. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. What was your week like? Uh, I had a lot of shit going on. Uh, I want to start off first. This is like... I feel like this article probably should have been in news, but I've decided to strictly talk about it in my week. Uh, I just want to give an update on uh, Twitch has been hit pretty hard with uh, DMCAs regarding uh, copyright music in clips, VODs, and live streams. So if you are a streamer like I am, uh, and I, I don't say that to throw that in Chris's face. Chris has told me, he's like, I don't like streaming. So (laughs) I just, I say that, but make sure you take the precautions. There's a good video by gaming careers that he came out and he came out with a bunch of ways that you can, if you like to play music, there are platforms out there that you can use that offer free services or some monthly pay services for good copyright free music. Like you can check that shit out. Uh, one of the ones I use is Epidemic, Epidemic Sound. It's like fifteen dollars a month, but they have a huge library of tons of different genres. Uh, another one I think H two O said he's going to use is called Pretzel Rocks. It's five dollars a month, and the only thing they ask you to do is they have a bot that will go into your chat, and it basically just tells you the current song playing and then the next song coming up, which is kind of like. Cool, I get to use your music, I give you five bucks, and I get a bot that I don't have to configure to do this shit. That's like, pretty just, convenient. Yeah, you just invite it to there, and it does everything you need it to do regarding music. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, too, if you guys don't want to go that route, you want something more video game related, uh, OC Remix came out with a tweet that basically gave you 20 gigs of copyright. I mean, they're copyright because they're, they're all remixes. So, like, it might have, you know, it might sound like the actual video game music, but it's a remix made by somebody. And, uh, yeah, just, you can download a 20-gig playlist right now. And it's not all of their albums. It's just, like, a list of a bunch of stuff they have. Uh, You can also go the route of downloading individual albums like I have. Uh, Three albums I would highly recommend are Serious Monkey Business, which is music and remixes from Donkey Kong Country 2 and a little bit of Donkey Kong Country 1. Fantastic album. It's a three-disc album. Uh, there's the the Turtles uh, TMNT Shell Shocked, which is a fantastic album. I believe it's two discs, and it's just remixes of Turtles in Time music, which is already fantastic. Yeah. And then the third one, which I have been listening to probably ever since 2012, maybe 2011. It's called Mega Man X Maverick Rising. It is a five disc. Uh, remix of Mega Man X 1 through 8 music. That's dope. And it's very, very good. All of these albums also, when you download them, you get all of the artwork. Like, if you wanted to make your own physical CD of these albums, you could. Because they give you all the assets. They Mm -hmm. give you, like, 
the front cover, the back cover, they give you the, if you have a CD burner for the top of your CD for burning images, it gives you the images for the CDs, like all that shit. So that's pretty good. You should go check that out. And always, you can also check out Game Chops. We use a lot of uh, Game Chops music. You just have to make sure to, a lot of these services, all they want you to do is credit them in what you're doing. If it's a YouTube video or a podcast or if it's a Twitch stream, just have some kind of representation that they are the ones that you got the music from. And, and pay them. Pay for the and, music. And if it is a pay service, pay them for the music, yes. Uh, but yeah, that's. I just wanted to hit that and get that out of the way. Uh, some of the stream I've streamed too much Diablo two this week. <laughs> like I played. <laughs> that like, is all you've been playing. I was gonna play Shovel Knight, and I, I didn't stream. I stopped. I didn't stream Wednesday night, so I streamed three nights of Diablo two because uh, me and a couple of my buddies that joined the Discord, we've been playing it and just grinding. And it's a fun game just to listen. Which now listen to music to, which I got to build new playlists. But just chill and try and grind and get that level up and try to find those good items and all that. But I am stepping back a little bit i'm all, i'm probably for the next couple of weeks only going to do a diablo 2 not one night out of the week instead of doing three to four so <laughs> the problem is i was playing that game throughout the day too so like i was like oh i've already played two hours of this i guess i could stream it for five more hours so let's play it mm-hmm. and it's just one of those games where you can get sucked into very easily and then at the end of the day you're like i didn't really play anything today besides just running diablo 2 over and over and over again but that game amazes me. It is 20 years old, and it there is still a queue to get into games. Like, if you go to create a game, you get put... There's so many people playing right now, you're in a queue. I didn't know that that's how that game worked. When there's too many people creating games, yes. <laughs> huh. Like, my friend McClintock got in there last night. He's like, number 3,000. Like, in the queue. But luckily, it's not like the queue drops. Like, 3,000, he was probably in the queue for two minutes. Okay. But but still, it's just... But still, that's just a lot of motherfuckers playing that game. For a 20-year-old game. <coughs> like, it's amazing. This it's is impressive. The, this, this is the era of Blizzard when Blizzard was good. Without that Activision in front of it. <laughs> so... I don't know. We're there's a rumor going around that a Diablo 2 remaster might be announced this year. So that's going to be interesting because if that happens, let's pray to any god you believe in that it's not like Warcraft 3. But I would play the shit out of it if there was a remaster, like with the StarCraft 2 remaster or the StarCraft remaster. And I've heard the Warcraft 3 reforged is better now, but we know the shit show it went through in the beginning. Yeah, no. Diablo That's 2 true. remaster would that. make them shit tons of money. Throw it in there for 20 bucks. I think that's what StarCraft 2 remaster or remaster was, was like 20 bucks. And mm-hmm. you got StarCraft and you got StarCraft 2. This you would get Diablo and then Diablo 2 or Diablo Diablo 2 and then Diablo Lord of Destruction, which is the DLC. So because I, I was able to download, like I looked online, you can download a thing called a Glide Wrapper, and uh, you can throw it into the install folder, and it plays it at the aspect ratio that your monitor is without any, like, stretching or ugliness and shit like that. So it looked really, really good. I'll be playing some more of it, too. So, uh, 
speaking of which, uh, I will. Uh, I so I talked about getting Pokemon Fire Red last week at the end of the yes. podcast. So I ordered it. I had uh, sent you. I, I I gave the guy an offer. I, I knocked five dollars off of it. I was like, "Would you take forty bucks for it?" Complete inbox Japanese version. It's been open. It's not like not never open, but he accepted it. It was gonna be like forty five, forty six dollars with shipping. It's like cool. He messaged me the next day and he was like, "Hey, I want to let you know that uh, the number of pla- shipping planes that are going out of Japan now." has gone from like 21 down to 1. So your order will not be shipped through there. It's going to take 2 to 3 months to be shipped by boat. Yeah, he said if you want faster shipping, you're going to have to give me this amount of money or if you want the fastest shipping, which would be an extra $25. And I was like, "Can I just get a refund because I wasn't aware of that when I'd made the purchase?" He goes, "100%." And he sent me the money back. So, yeah, it's not a good time to try and order stuff from eBay from Japan. <laughs> so that has been a crazy issue um, with vinyls because I've been buying mm-hmm. a shit ton of vinyl. I don't talk about it, but I've been buying a shit ton of vinyls. There has been three or four vinyls that I've ordered from either Europe or India um, that has taken months. months. Mm-hmm. That's exactly months. what it is. It's due to COVID. And it's it's crazy. Now, one of those motherfuckers are are stupid. Okay. The guy that I bought um fucking the Hosea vinyl. It's it's like some Portuguese uh death metal band. Um he's an idiot. Okay. And if I ever <laughs> find you again, I'ma downvote the shit out of your store because you're an asshole. Um, I'm, a, I'm assuming he took money from you. <laughs> No, he sat on the vinyl for like two months after I paid for it. And he was just like, oh, sorry, I don't understand English that well. I'm from Ukraine. And I'm like, do Google Translate. Translate. (laughs) That doesn't make There are apps on your phone that you can just be like, talk into this. Exactly. Like the guy, there was another guy in Belgium that I bought the Dance with the Dead volume side 1B uh, album. How much did you pay for that? I paid sixty bucks. What? Yeah, that shit's going for like a hundred everywhere else. I know. I paid sixty dollars for that. I would if you find another one for sixty dollars. I would. I'll fucking buy it. Yeah, that thing's Fuck just it. beautiful to have on the wall because the art. Oh, great. dude! Like when I opened it up and I started looking through it, that the casing for that vinyl is so clean. I it's. So I legitimately clean. need and, you to search your shit to find me another one. And what's what's interesting about it, so most vinyls play at 33 and a third RPM, mm-hmm. uh, which is the lowest setting. That vinyl plays at 45. Oh, wow. Nice. So the, what's cool about it is that because it's like super synth wavy and shit like that. If you play it, if at, you 33, play it at 33, you yeah. get a whole new album. You can probably play that so in a haunted house. Dope. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of like that really slow vaporwave crossed yeah, yeah. with the music that you would hear from um katana zero and it it just sounds fantastic you i need to send me a video it. of it you need to send me a video of yeah, it playing yeah. at that speed it That's hits cool. so hard in a different way i love it it's interesting uh, i'm sorry for jumping on that no no, yeah, no you're no. good you're good fuck uh, overseas 
shipping right now. Uh, he said he said he because he had a little bit of broken English in the email, but he was like, I hope when everything calms down that you'll come back to my store. I was like, if you still got that listed and the, everything calms down and it could ship out and get to me in like three days, I paid like it was like 45 bucks for a complete inbox. That's all. That's less than what I would pay for loose here. So yeah, I'll tell. And it came with a little. Apparently, there was like a little uh, infrared adapter that came with fire red and leaf green as well. Yeah. Oh, it comes with that. It came with that too. Yeah. Yo, that thing is cool. Yeah. So that that only works with like a handful of games. I only knew that it worked. It was with, the uh, Pokemon games. It happened with like Emerald and Ruby and all that stuff too. It also worked with the Kingdom Hearts GBA game. Yeah. Um, which is actually a fairly decent game because you could use that to trade stuff too. It was like a infrared link cable. Yeah, that, that's essentially just what it was. It was a link cable. Yeah. I don't know if it worked with anything else outside of those games, but just yeah. just the idea of having that thing is pretty fucking dope. And I think they're pretty expensive than the U.S. They're like $30, $40 a pop. Mm-hmm. So. Everything is more expensive here when it comes to video games, and it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, going back to my streams, I forgot I played and beat in one night, which isn't saying much after looking at it. I played Sonic Generations. I couldn't beat that in one day. You couldn't beat... I, I beat it in like four hours. <laughs> I, I hate Sonic 06's stage. I hate... It's bad. The it's, volcano it's a, stage is real bad. It's really, really bad. Music's fine, but it's real bad. I mean, that's just Sonic 06 in general. Bad game, good music. The that Sonic Generations, uh, because it was Thursday night, I was going to do Anarchy Reigns because we had skipped it previous week due to you know things going on in the world. Uh, but it was just going to be end up being me and Brett. So I was like, no one wants to watch. I don't want to play Anarchy Reigns for three hours with just one person. Mm-hmm. Like, no offense like no offense to Brett at all. But, like, it's just you don't want to play that game for th- two to three hours with just one person. It's going to be right. very annoying. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to play. I'm going to fly solo. I'm going to find something. So I started going through my Steam list, and I was like, fuck it. I'll play Sonic Generations. I haven't played that since 2011 when it came out. So I started playing it, and... Uh, the cutscenes are really weird on PC. The volume level is a lot higher in those cutscenes than it is throughout the rest of the game. And the cutscenes don't look great. They look fuzzy. I think it was just maybe a bad port. But, maybe. Yeah. Uh, the game's it's fine. Game's all right. Boss battles are a little shitty, but the levels are fine. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like I like playing as a retro Sonic, but I feel like modern Sonic stages are more equipped with the abilities that you have with him. Yes. Specifically the homing. The homing attack makes or breaks some parts. Because yes. in the retro Sonic parts, I forgot I didn't have the homing anymore. And I would fuck myself over. Oh, uh, you would just you would jump and whiff. Yeah, and, I would I would jump up it. in the air and go like how why can't I hit the oh fuck it, I don't have it. I'm gonna have to jump on these things actually if I want to get mm-hmm. over this gap. Uh the color Sonic color stages were fun. Buzzsaw Sonic is really cool. With Retro. oh, yeah that that just means you need to go back to Sonic Colors. I'll try. I'll try. I got to hook the Wii U back up. The Wii U's not hooked up right now, so I got to <laughs> hook hook that back up. Uh, but no, that game's that game is fine. The ending fight is fucking stupid. Dumb. It's, it's fucking stupid. stupid. Why do they give you an attack that shoots out one of your Sonics if you're never gonna fucking use it? Like you, I somebody. I was like, "How do I attack this guy?" And someone's like, "Just run into him." I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Just run into him." Wasn't my thing to think of when I'm playing a Sonic game. 
So, I mean, pretty much every single Super Sonic that you play that has, like, a final boss or whatever, the strategy is to just ram Sonic into the into it, the enemy. The which is, is dumb fine. because there's a lot of games that don't tell you explicitly where to hit them with Super mm-hmm. Sonic. Oh, um, that game tells you nonstop where the fucking hit them. <laughs> Everyone won't shut the fuck up and be like, it's a homing attack. I got it, Knuckles. It's a homing attack. I got it, Shadow. I got it, Amy. I got it, Tails. Um, Otherwise, besides that final boss fight and the uh, Sonic Unleashed boss fight with the Egg Dragoon, uh, the rest of the game's fine. I don't like that Egg Dragoon fight. That fight bad. sucks. It's a bad that, fight. That fight really sucks. I beat the. It was very good. I like uh, the modern Sonic level for Chemical Plant Zone is fucking fire. Yeah. That level is fucking good. Yeah, like, the background's good. Like the way you just launch down the ramp and everything looks good. The music sounds fucking great. No, I, that's just a really good stage. I'm upset that it's the second stage. Like I would want As that to be a to little white. Like, a little bit farther in the game. I feel like that game kind of blew its load a little early, and then it picks back up a little bit farther. But, like, because, like, uh, Green Hill Zone's great in both versions. Chemical yes. Plant Zone's great in both versions. Uh, mm-hmm. Sky, what is it? Sky, Sky Sanctuary Zone. Sky Sanctuary is great in both versions. Yes. And then it just drops off real hard. Well, I mean, like, what's the next game in, I mean, in this you're series? right. So I it's, it. it's well, the Sonic next one Adventure. Is, yeah, so you get you get City Escape, which is fine. You get uh, what's there's a uh, the bridge, Scott? No, highway. It's the, the highway level. That's mm-hmm. okay, but yeah, I'm surprised they dropped the ball on that stage. Eh. Like my opinion. So I liked Sonic One, Two, and Three stage. I like Sonic Adventure Two stage, which is City Escape. Um, the Sonic Unleashed stage I thought was great. That one's fine. Yeah, that one is good. Wait, um, what was the one with the water? Sonic Heroes. That's, um... Fuck that level. I kept dying <laughs> on that level so much, man. I, I forget stupid. what the name of that stage is. But yeah, I'm oh, pretty sure that that's the Sonic Heroes stage. That game, you can beat that game super quick if you don't do any of the fucking challenges that you don't have to. I think that's why I didn't uh, beat it in one night because you beat, I kept on doing yeah. the side challenges and mm-hmm. shit like that. Because you beat all three levels as – it's basically six levels because you have to play all three of the the sections levels as modern and retro. And then mm-hmm. you have to get all three keys, so you have to do at least one challenge from each of the levels. And there's like four or five per each level. Yeah. And you just have to do one to get that key. And I'm yeah, like, no, I'm not there's trying quite to a bit of content game. in that game. But if you just want to streamline it, you can beat I beat it in like four hours. Almost exactly four hours. I beat it at midnight on the dot. So that's fine. Music's fantastic in that game. Yeah. That's but, like the best someone... like the only consistent thing with every single Sonic game. I've never played a Sonic game that had had shitty music. Now, I'm not counting the Game Gear games. Oh uh, yeah, that's because of the Game Gear. Um but when we're talking about home console wise mm-hmm. I've never played a Sonic game that had shitty music. We got a lot. I uh, got a couple people that they were like, "This game's fantastic, and I love it." And they joined the Mega Visions Discord because of it. And uh, that's then cool. they were like, "They were like, play Sonic Unleashed," and I said, "No, <laughs> I will not play Sonic Unleashed." <laughs> They're like, "Why?" 
I'm not playing Sonic Unleashed. Everyone's like, the daytime levels are good. Oh, you mean half the game's good? I'm good. Oh, no, no, no. It's not half the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's not half that the was game. Generous. It's way less than half the yeah, game. Yeah, I was being generous with it. <laughs> Apparently, there's a mod for Sonic Generations that puts all of the daytime levels from Unleashed in the game. That'd be dope. And everyone says, like, those levels are good. I'm they like, are. That's... But a lot so, of that game is not good. <laughs> I played Sonic Unleashed when it first released on the Wii. And my whole thing was if I can just get through the nighttime stages. Because they kept <laughs> trying to jam those stages <laughs> down your throat. And it's, it's, the whole it's aspect bad of the God game. of War. It's just yeah. bad God of War. That's yeah. all that game is. And it they were so long. Mm-hmm. I know. Like they're... There are certain points, I th- I think, memory probably doesn't serve me well, which it usually <laughs> doesn't, but I could have sworn there were segments that were 15 minutes long, which is too I, long for any Sonic game. I know you don't watch them, and a lot of the, a couple of the people in the Mega Visions crew don't watch them either, but Game Grumps played Sonic Unleashed, and they were just like, are you fucking kidding me with this game? <laughs> so they don't ever do face cam. But they did face cam one time for it. And Dan's like, all right, Aaron, show me how you play this game. And he goes, I just do this until everything's dead. For audio listeners, I'm flailing my arms around. And then everything, he's like, everything dies. And then that's it. I go back to playing the game regularly. (laughs) He literally just goes like this. Is that the Wii Wii version? Yeah, he's playing the Wii version. He's playing the Wii version. Everyone was like, you got to play the Wii version. He's like, all right, I'll play the Wii version. He's like, fuck you guys. (laughs) So I played it with a GameCube controller, and all you have to do is hit the shoulder buttons of all buttons to, like, do the damage and shit. Not with the Wiimote. You don't. (laughs) I'm not doing that. Uh, But, no, that was fun. Uh, I added that. I have completed two games on the Megavision streams in one night. Tales Adventures and Sonic Generations. So I'm adding that to the list of games I've done on stream. Nice. Uh, I also got an update on my Streets of Four, uh, I'm sorry, Streets of Rage 4, Streets of Four, Streets of Rage 4, uh, limited run copy that I ordered. They are giving everyone a physical soundtrack with it. Nice. So it doesn't matter if you ordered the regular limited run or the classic version with like the clamshell and all that stuff. They are like, if you didn't know, everyone's getting a CD OST of this. And I was like, fuck yeah, because I was wanting that. That's pretty dope. Yep, and I've got update on a Ring Fit Adventure. My Did you buddies, pull the trigger? No, well, uh, somebody else actually pulled the trigger for me. So, Scotty and Graham. Uh, Graham was able, apparently they're easy to get over in the UK. And uh, Graham ordered one. Scotty told him to order one for me. And he uh, Scotty got it from Game Over Games over in UK. We have them over here in the States, too. Uh, but he ordered it, and it's shipping to Graham's house, and then Graham's going to ship it to me. Now, granted, it is in the UK, so with the con- uh, currency exchange, it is about $100. But I'd rather give that $100 to an actual video game business than scalpers. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, I will have that. With, I'm going to say probably in the next couple weeks, because shipping internationally is probably not going to go very quickly with everything going on as we talked about earlier but i got it no that's fantastic dude that's awesome because i've gained weight and i'm ready to get back into working out and all that shit nice so i think there's one thing that i didn't put on my list that i remembered halfway through my week and now i can't remember it again 
Uh, this isn't it, but I just saw online. I went to a drive-in last night. Me and my wife did a, a date night because she was... Apparently, there's a, about 40 minutes away, there's a place called Mountain View. And it's like up in the hills and all that shit. Super backwoods town and all that shit. But they have a drive-in. Uh, we pulled in and I thought I was going to get raped. Because we pull in and I look up at the sign. It's rusted and has no marquee. No lights. There's nothing but woods. And then she, she goes, like, we pull it. She's driving. And I'm like, where the fuck? Because I pull up the GPS. I'm like, turn right here, and then this is it. And she goes, we drive through. And I was like, what the fuck is this? She goes, no, this is it. And then it opens up into a field. And it's like, there's just forest all the way around except for the drive-in. It's really weird. Like, it's the perfect setup for a drive-in because no one can, like, sit at their house a mile away and watch yeah. a movie or something like that. It's all fucking woods around it. And we paid $5 each. Uh, we bought $30 worth of Taco Bell. And we sat and watched Tremors in the at a drive-in. Which so, I have to give you shit because of something you said in the Discord server. It's Sharknado. You are, you are wrong. Go it's fuck land Sharknado. Dude, I never wanted to punch you so hard in my life. <laughs> because I have gone on record saying that Tremors, besides one two-second scene in that movie is a perfect movie because it the way it builds everything up it, the way it explains everything it has a group of people in a situation where they're stuck and they have to figure out what they have to do the way they do the monsters they use it's a trick it's a every trick in the book movie where they use like hand puppets animatronics they use uh miniatures they use a bunch of shit. There's no CG in that movie at all. Probably one of the reasons that I fucking love it. And for you to say it is on the same level as Sharknado is a fucking travesty. I have seen Sharknado. I have seen... What's that bitch's name? She was from that movie Alone in the Dark. Something with a T. The blonde chick. Tara Reed. That's her name. She got a botched boob job down in Tijuana. That's the only reason Tara I remember... Tara Reed. Isn't she a porn star? Mm, no. She's just a really bad actress. She might have a been in a star. porno. That's Riley Reed. Riley Reed's a porn star. Okay, yeah. Tara right. Reed on record had got a botched boob job down in somewhere in Central America. But fuck you. That's all I got. Now, in your defense, two through what you say, seven. Yes. They're in the middle of filming seven. That Those are on the level of fucking Sharknado. But that first one is fan-fucking-tastic. It just sounds like it's near and dear to your heart and you don't want to let go how it's bad It's very it is. good. Have you ever seen the first one? Uh, I've seen, seen bits and pieces of the first one. Because remember, my wife did a three-week watch party thing where all she would watch is all the Tremor movies... All the Sharknado movies, Ugh. and then, like, Nuns with Guns. It hurts me that that first one gets lumped in, that first Tremors, because that movie's so fucking good. I loved it as a kid, and I've watched it. There's a lot of movies that I loved as a kid that I don't like now, but that is not the case with Tremors. It's very good comedic moments, very good, just like, that movie does a lot of things where a scene ends very quietly, and then the next scene starts like with something very, very loud because it like jars you back into it. The whole movie is about sound. Like that's how the tremors work is that they 
catch you because you make vibrations in the ground. Well, I'm dead. I'm a loud oh, We're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> My wife walks like she's trying to kill a, a, a fucking spider every time she steps on the ground. <laughs> but, like, it, it even shows it in the movie, like, before they understand how the... Well, in the movie, they don't even call them tremors. They call them graboids because they name them that. Yeah, it's... It's it's funny. They never call them tremors in the movies, ever. They're always called graboids or, oh, God, in the third one, they evolve to where they can fly. And to fly, they have a mixture of gases in their body that they shoot out of their ass so that they can take off, and they get named ass blasters. <laughs> the movie took a real hard turn after the first movie. <laughs> it's real bad. But... Oh. There's a part in the movie where they're just like they're going normal everyday life where they're just walking around like whatever. You don't realize how much sound you make in a day. And then mm-hmm. they realize how they are like how people are dying and they're like they start realizing that they make it's like you don't realize how much you swallow just every day, like with your spit, until you get strep throat. To where it literally hurts to swallow, and you're like, Holy shit, I don't even know like I swallow this much every day. It's mm-hmm. one of those situations, but that was a very long-winded week, but, and I don't remember that other thing that I was talking about, but that's all I did this week. That's fine. One thing I forgot to talk about, there's these motherfuckers, and I don't know why they let them do it, but when you play ranked on fucking Guilty Gear, they let people play stylish mode. That's weird. Yeah, it's super fucking annoying. I hate f- fighting those motherfuckers because my my argument to this, and you know, it's the same motherfuckers that just keep on trying to ping you and ping you and ping you, um, is that you're not allowing me to learn the meta against right. that matchup because no real player is going to use that same three, four, five hit combo over and over and over again. Mm. You're playing ranked in stylish mode which is just like hey here's my shoe in i'm just gonna (laughs) cheese dick you for a little bit and there's only so far that you can get so for example uh one of the stylish players i was playing uh he was using uh may okay now i used to not think that may was any good or whatever but you know, he was trying to just kept on jumping around, kept on using the fucking dolphin, but it's the same combo leading into the dolphin, and I beat his ass. It just, it just is what it is. Because you can read Compa- people. Exactly. Compare that to the bitch that I fought today, and holy shit, I got my shit pushed. Like from a stylish player. No, from oh, okay. like a legit player that like knew the character, knew the combos. I just and shit feel like, like the that. stylish mode is detrimental to people learning the game properly. So, I don't think stylish mode is bad for new players because it allows them to jump into a game that they are not familiar with and play with their friends. But your long-term goal should not be relying on stylish mode in order to play the game because you're going to hit a cap. Uh, It's very similar to one of the big problems that I had playing the Bleach fighting game for the DS uh, which, by the way, that's that's a great game. Uh, Dark Souls. Bleach Dark Souls is what it's called. Um, but it, it was an auto combo. But the good players, the good the the top players who were like top rank, because I used to play that online, 
would not rely on the auto combos. They would stick to their own bread and butters. And it would fucking infinites all day, (laughs) which they suck in their own right. But yeah, at least you're learning the mechanics of the game. And that's what I think is mostly most important when exploring fighting games. That's true. All right, we ready for the news? I am ready. Let's do My it. My body is ready. Uh, Riot Games executive resigns after shitty George Floyd post. Uh, a Riot Games executive who shared an image downplaying the death of George Floyd has resigned following an internal investigation. For people that don't know who George Floyd is, where have you been the last three weeks? That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Ron Johnson, who joined Riot in December as global head of consumer products, attracted criticism earlier this week after sharing an image with a caption that read, When he was killed, he was high on meth getting ready to drive a car and possibly kill your kid. That's fucking shitty. Anyway, Johnson commented along with the post on his personal Facebook page that it was a learning opportunity and that a criminal lifestyle never results in good things happening to you or those around you. The immediate aftermath saw Johnson placed on leave and Riot launched an internal investigation into the incident. In an internal note to staff obtained by ESPN, Riot CEO Niccolo Laurent did not comment on the investigation itself or Johnson's political views, but said the executive exercised really poor judgment. It resulted in a post that was harmful to, uh, to many of us and our broader community. It was insensitive, and in this moment, it undermines the commitment we've, man- uh, we've made to stand against all acts of injustice, racism, prejudice, and hate. It also hinders our ability to create an inclusive environment for our entire community, rioters, players, and partners alike. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure he means rioters like riot supporters. Yeah. But it's a poor choice of words for the things that are happening right now. <laughs> It's it's kind of like every single YouTuber has a nickname for his for their fan base. Yeah, Game Grumps have the lovelies. Been, yeah, like the rioters, and it's just in this I, particular sense, it's not their to, fault. I had to reread that sentence a couple times <laughs> to get it. I was like, they're not doing. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, all right, let me see it. I lost my place. Uh, there it is. Ron understands this and recognizes that it, uh, he will be ineffective as a leader at Riot going forward. As a result, he has resigned effective today. A statement from Riot said the image was abhorrent, runs directly counter to our values. The League of Legends developer has since committed $1 million to justice reform, long-term solutions to address racial bias, and supporting black-owned businesses. I added something extra on here. Okay. Every So, the way that things were handled, it was shitty for, uh, I'm sorry, Ron, Ron, jo- excuse me, Ron Johnson to do that. Uh, I feel like Riot might have, they responded appropriately, but let's not forget that this is the same company and they responded quickly as well, but let's not, like I said, let's not forget that there was also an article about the inside of culture of sexism at Riot Games last year that there was some shit going on with that and that was tons of legal disputes that lasted months could still be going on and all that shit. So don't get so, don't, just keep that in perspective. Here my my take on this is I doubt Riot would have done anything had this executive not said anything. It what? took this 
guy, Ron Johnson, to open his fucking mouth and fuck up mm-hmm. for Riot to turn around and say, okay, now we need to do something and take a stand and build some some goodwill, some they positive PR. Yep. Um, but that's the cynic in me. Uh, I don't trust corporations to do the right thing. Well. I don't either. Uh, I don't. I don't trust large corporations, large businesses, to do the right thing when the chips are down, until I mean, it's advantageous for them. It's the same thing that the city of, I think it was the city of Washington D.C., where they put uh, the mayor was like, "We're going to put Black Lives Matter on this street." I, everyone's like, "It's beautiful." I'm like, "It is beautiful." You solved racism, lady. Who fucking cares? Get in there and change the laws. That's what we want. We don't want you to name. They named a street Black Lives Matter. There's a lot of cities that are doing that right now, man. They're like, "We're renaming." That is such a fucking cop out. And people are like, we don't want you to do what you did with Martin Luther King. Every city has a Martin Luther King boulevard, street, road, avenue, cove, any of that shit. And from what I've seen, a lot of those are in low poverty areas. Don't do that shit. That pisses me off so much. But I'm not going to get on my soapbox about that. It's uh, like you said. The only reason that they did Riot did anything, because I don't think Riot's a good company at heart. No. They're shitty. That's why I brought up the article that we talked about a few months ago uh, from, let me see, it was on Kotaku. I remember specifically we talked about this article because I remember the headline. And it's just, don't be fooled about the good things. They, what That's great. Donating a million dollars to that, that's fine. I am, I'm not downing that at all. But you have to see what the underlying message is with it. I don't know. For for a company like Riot to only do, like commit a million dollars, that's a drop in the bucket. A million dollars, you like entire counties and like townships mm-hmm. run on millions of dollars. Yep. Yearly budgets. Let so. me tell you what though, and I've people always give him shit. And he's been in a lot of shitty movies, but I've always really liked him. John Cena gave a million dollars to Black Lives Matter foundations. Put his money where his mouth is and didn't say anything. Didn't yep. He like, didn't tweet. Yep. Did you hear about that fucking stupid shitty video that the NAACP uh, petitions uh, Sean Penn and two other white actresses? No. Uh, bro, you want to talk about fucking pandering? Like overacting, like it is, oh. it is cringe. Worse than it these is... governors wearing uh, kente cloths. Th- that Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ, dude! Someone photoshopped. I don't know what. The, what's the old lady's name that was in the middle of the picture? You know more oh, about I politics don't. than I do. You're talking about Nancy Pelosi, dude. Someone photoshopped her uh, kneeling behind Black Panther. <laughs> Someone was like, "Who the fuck did this?" <laughs> here, here, here's my message cr- to everything. That's so cringy. I I say this as a person that works for the government. All right, these fucking politicians and these uh, many of these celebrities, not all, because you have people like Dwayne Johnson actually putting out Dude, an eight minute video. That video was pouring good. his heart out and being like, "Yo, this shit needs to stop." Like John you? Cena putting his money where his mouth is just donating the fucking money uh but you have these fucking liars and politicians coming out making it sound like they give a shit when really they're being paid behind the the curtain 
to to do fucking work. And they put a sad song behind it, and you have Sean Penn putting on his fucking Oscar-winning performance. Like, come on, dude. Like, actually do something. Actually do something to contribute. And these these fucking politics, I, the Kente Cloth, oh, my God. I could believe it, but I didn't want to believe it. Like, I didn't like having Black Lives Matter Boulevard, fine. But is that all you're going to do? Like, right. what are you going to do behind that? Do you think that you're just going to rename a street and think everything is going to be made better? But the and, and then cloth. the fucking... <laughs> you can go off, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I don't like it. It's I not, like it. I, it's you, not there ideal. There needs to be policy know. changes, not yes. fucking all this other shit. My wife did inform me that there is a... Uh, I don't know if it's a senator or representative or what he is, but in South Carolina... When uh, there was a point where the rioters got like trapped somewhere because they got basically they got herded a lot mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of the protesters got herded not herded but herded as in cattle to certain areas so that the cops could just tear gas them. Uh, yeah, it's a common them. tactic. Yeah, uh, apparently that happened in South Carolina, and this guy he's a political figure. He said, "This is a list of everything that I'm going to do," and then he came back a week later. And he goes. Here's my list that I was working on. Here's everything that we have already started. Apparently, he's, like, created a committee to investigate all of these actions and all that shit. Granted, it's just a politician or political figure saying it, but my wife is pretty smart. It's a lot better than fucking Kente Claus. Dude, he's... Did you see Dave Chappelle's new stand-up? I have not. It is called 8 Minutes and 46 Seconds, and it is a 30-minute stand-up. Because he is in front of everybody. He tells some jokes. He makes some laughs and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure, because he lives on a farm in Ohio, pretty sure it's on his property. And he has it to where everybody, there's like two chairs and then a small table. And then everybody is six feet apart. And they do a bunch of those. People come out, they have their face mask on and all that shit. And he tells jokes. But I, he gave me chills, dude. He came out and was like going off on everything. He, he even said, he goes, I don't have to say, because he's like, the, he said the media wanted to have a, a statement from me and all that stuff. He goes, I don't have to say shit. I've been saying the same shit for years. And what did he say? He goes, I, he said, I'm letting these young people drive the car and I'm sitting in the back seat because I trust them. He goes, I don't have to sit there and say shit. It's like, have you seen these people that are like, I wish Rage Against the Machine wasn't so political. <laughs> those that hold office are the same that burn crosses what the fuck do you think that line means you dumb pieces of shit you dense motherfuckers. i'm done with the article <laughs> no I, i'm trying to get over my high blood pressure i'm trying to calm that shit down i mean we've stated our views on the current situations. Uh, Megavisions, I listened to their most recent podcast. They had a very tasteful in the very beginning of addressing everything that because it's weird times and some of us don't know what we should say or if we should say anything at all, especially, I mean, both of us are white. Should we even say anything? Like, but we have platforms and I'm glad mm-hmm. to see that our friends that we do call friends are using the platforms that they have for good. Thumbs up. I concur. I concur. 
Bef- what do we before, got about arc systems? Before I continue raging on, because I okay. can I can go on to that for days. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, arc system works to expand international business with a new division. Arc System Works has established a new division focused on expanding business outside of Japan. A new division was announced at the meeting of the company's shareholders, first reported by Silicon Era, as one part of a broader re- uh, restructuring within the organization. The global business department will be led by general manager Takeshi Yamanaka, with the goal of growing the Japanese company's international business. Arc System Works has also established a digital marketing unit, with it, uh, within its existing domestic business department, which will be managed by Riku Ozawa. Alongside these structural changes are some other role changes for individual employees. The most notable among them is for Daisuke Ishiwatari, who created the Guilty Gear franchise. He is now the chief creative officer for the company. Toshimichi Mori, the creator of Blaze Blue, has been promoted to branding fellow. Uh, Hideyuki Anbei, known for his work in Hardcore Uprising, along with supporting multiple fighting games within the company, has been promoted to Product Development Manager and Chief Technical Officer. Uh, Arc System Works still is relatively a small team, only comprising of a staff of 164 employees and a war chest of about 10 million yen, uh, which is, I think, less than a million dollars in hard assets. Yes. But even, even so, to... To be able to see a publisher and a developer of this caliber uh, trying to make moves to grow themselves and stay dedicated to the fighting game genre uh, is really, really promising. In the middle of a global pandemic. In the middle of a global pandemic, yes. Also, I just have to... Japanese names are just so fucking cool. Like, just (laughs) normal names, man. Like, I I, I thought of that when I saw Riku Ozawa. And I was like, God, that's just a fucking good name. Like Mr. Ozawa. When I when I when I hear Riku Ozawa, I think of like some hard ass Yakuza motherfucker. Yeah, you can get that from some of the names. You also get your like business names too, where I automatically think of a businessman. But yeah, like that, like I mean, you even think Jotaro, like, like yeah. I mean, I know I'm going back to JoJo's and shit like that, but <laughs> still, uh, no, yeah, this- that's really cool to see them branching out like that. This, this is on brand with what we're seeing with some of the games that they're releasing. They've been publishing a lot more games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been pushing uh, some existing franchises like Grand Blue Fantasy Versus and trying to get ready for the, the launch of um, Guilty Gear Strive. They just released Season 3 of DBFZ. Um, All within a fighting games. It's not like they're branching out into like, first-person shooters or platformers or character adventure pause on that because i mean they have like five games outside of the fighting game genre that they're really trying to focus on um i don't i can't find the original thing i have a question for you did you get all the news articles from gameindustry.biz this week (laughs) i did not that just happened to fall that way but i mean (laughs) they had they had the interesting shit because nobody else was reporting on anything that was like meaningful it was almost a slow week, but we got a couple things that piqued interest. Yeah, but no, I mean they they've got some they've got some shit. I I want to check cool. out this Double Dragon and Kunokun Retro Brawler bundle. What? Send me that. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's another game that I want to stream. I want to stream the Scott Pilgrim game soon, but I don't think that game has online. I don't. You'll have to use Parsec. 
How the fuck am I going to use Parsec with a game that's only on the PlayStation 3? Oh, you you didn't hear? They're trying to bring that shit back. Yeah, but it's... Well, even the creator of uh, Scott Pilgrim said, no, nah, that shit's not happening. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't oh, know yeah, that. Yeah, because there was a rumor because it's a 10-year anniversary. But uh, even uh, he came out and was like, nah, nothing's happening. Rip. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, I've seen, this. I've seen I've seen this. Stand them for life. This is River City Ransom. Yeah, River City Ransom and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up. Uh, Devotion is getting a physical release in Taiwan. Uh, Red Candle Games horror title Devotion is getting a limited physical release in Taiwan almost over a year uh, after the game was pulled from digital stores. In a Facebook post, Red Candle shares its contents of the physical edition, saying that the team understands the limited edition or the limited release will not satisfy everyone and will continue to explore other possibilities for releasing the game in the future. The physical release is open for pre-orders from today to June 15th, so the day this podcast comes out, uh, and the website cautions that the team cannot fulfill orders from outside of Taiwan. Devotion recently... uh, Devotion released digitally in February 2019, but was pulled from Steam by the developer shortly after when users discovered a poster in-game mocking Chinese President Xi Jinping. Red Candle apologized for the poster, saying that it was created by one of the developers, by created by one of uh, by one developer, uh, and that the majority of the team had no knowledge of it, and that the game's removal from storefronts was the purpose for another complete QA check. However, the game's publisher, Indievent, uh, had its business license revoked by the Chinese government in July of that year, specifically because of that incident. I was about to say, a, another complete QA check would not take a year and three months. No. Um, stepping back from the obvious bullshit in the way that I feel about this entire situation, I've already right. voiced my opinion on it many times over mm-hmm. um this is a good thing this is good yes this is a good thing R- regardless um of the circumstances circumstances and all that um i would be curious to see the differences the core differences in the narrative and the story or whatever uh even some gameplay assets uh from the original builds the original release and this here uh, because there are some lucky motherfuckers that do have this game in English. Yes. That do have that from the first couple of days that it was available online. Um, I still, fingers crossed for this to come out in the States. Um, this That's- is going to be, I, I know for a fact, this is going to be a crazy collector's item if this is oh, all yeah. that we get. It's going to be super wanted like because of the controversy around it. Yeah. Uh, I I'll I would fight for a copy of this copy. I mean the game, game, and I'm, I don't know anything about if the game is bad, I, but the game could be hot shit tier garbage. No, just, I know, I know, but I'm just saying a game could be hot shit tier garbage, but because of the controversy around it, it people are gonna want it. Yeah. So this that's good. It's news. a good thing. It's a, it's a shitty thing. thing, but it, it is a good thing that this is finally coming out. Yeah, that's true. Well. Speaking of shitty things, we got we're gonna end the news with some a shitty 
news article on this one. So Nintendo reports that 300,000 Switch user accounts have been compromised. Nintendo has announced that the breach in April was far worse than expected, doubling the estimated number of affected accounts to 300,000 in an update this week as a result of continuing the investigation. The issue applies specifically to anyone who connected their old Nintendo 3DS and Wii U Nintendo Network ID or NNID to the Switch, which I'm pretty sure I think I did. So, I don't think I did this. I think I'm safe. I think I I don't know if I did. I have to double check it. Uh, Nintendo now uses a system called Nintendo Account, but the company allowed people with existing NNIDs to connect to to connect those to their new Nintendo account. Nintendo said it no longer allows NNID logins on the Switch. If your account was if your account was breached, you'll likely know soon by receiving an email like this. And it's an email that basically it's like anyone that's ever logged in to like Google or like Twitch or Twitter from an unknown device. It will give you like this one specifically says you got a new login uh, sign in for your Nintendo account. It was from a device uh, iPhone browser Safari location in Italy. If you do not recognize this, you should change your password, all that stuff. Uh, Beyond sending an email to the account associated with your Nintendo account, Nintendo is alerting affected users by forcing a password reset. I think that's a good thing to do. As a further precaution, the company said we will soon contact users about resetting passwords for Nintendo network IDs and Nintendo accounts that we have reason to believe were were accessed without authorization. And they also state that you should try and implement two-factor authentication, which I say you should do that with everything. Discord. No matter what. Always always do do two-factor. It can be annoying sometimes, but who cares? Mm Mm-hmm. Recently, I had was I was trying to do the whole Wii U stuff again on transfer, getting my data from the old Wii U to my new one, and I changed my password and stuff. So I think I should be in the clear now. That's probably why I haven't gotten any emails. So I think mm-hmm. I'm good. But this is fucked up. <laughs> like this is real bad. Yeah, this is a prime example on why you should change your password on everything like every month, and don't I'm make actually- it like. I'm acting a little paranoid right now. I'm actually going through my emails this moment to see if I got that email. Yeah. I highly recommend like a random email generator program or something so that you can't like a lot of people make passwords that are like I love one, two, three and all mm-hmm. that shit. I've done some shitty passwords before. This is fucked up. And uh, it's I mean, it doubled. It doubled. In what? It was originally reported, what, back in... April. That's two months ago! <laughs> no, shit's crazy. That's real bad. I think they knew the number to begin with. Mm-hmm. And they just tried I... to underreport it. Yeah. Because it... they're already dealing with the... Well, they're not dealing with it, but they're dealing with the influx of the drift... Uh, the Joy-Con drift... And all this other shit. Which I heard somebody talk about or some article come out saying that somebody figured out how to fix it. They can make some update. fucking money. <laughs> it's, uh, this sucks. Any kind of breach sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the same, what was it, with E3 last year where they released all the fucking shit and people were getting, uh, not DDoS, but they were getting doxxed. And all mm-hmm. that shit. I mean, Alana Pierce from Inside Gaming and... Not Inside Gaming. From Funhouse. She got doxxed. Like, a bunch right. of people did. Like, that fucking sucks, man. You're supposed to... Like... And I get it. The core of it is hackers are... These kind of hackers are shitty. 
Like, there's like anonymous that are doing God's work with hacking, but <laughs> this kind of hacking is pretty shitty. So, this is garbage hacking. Our Nobody advice to you is: if you feel like you did do anything that we just described, go and change your password. And I have it to where anytime I want to log on to the shop with my Switch, I have to put my password in. Yes, you should do that. I highly recommend you do a password that you. That has uppercase, lowercase, numbers, specific symbols. IDs, symbols, all that shit. I've got. I'm not gonna say it on stream or on podcast because that's stupid. But I have a. I have a nice one that I like. So but that's all we got. That's all we got for the news. That's it for news. That's it. Uh, let's hit questions. He fucking didn't make it. <laughs> so we got two questions. Yep. Because Scotty was sleeping today. We, we, you put it out yesterday. We were responsible about it this time. So if we've noticed anything, that we should do it an hour beforehand. Because everyone puts their questions in then. (laughs) But, yeah, we got some questions. The first one is from Mr. Haru, and I'll let you read it. What do you want to see in Spider-Man Miles Morales with Insomniac confirming that it is a brand new game and not an expansion as previously thought to be? Are there any story arcs or villains that you want to see show up? And have you also completely forgotten about the Avengers game like everyone else has? First off, what Avengers game? Exactly. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Are you talking about that game that came out on the Switch, that Marvel game? No, I know what you're talking about. It's the Square Enix one. That shit dropped Mm. off the face of the earth. Nobody gives a shit. Guess what? Just like that game, the Project uh, Whatever game ain't coming out either. So, <laughs> um, I would like to see comparisons to Spider Verse and Spider Verse. I, I want to like see story uh, arcs. Doc Ock's daughter. That's in Spider Verse. The Doctor. I thought that that was just a different version of Doc Ock. Not Doc Ock's daughter, just a different. It version. might be. Because I remember it's that might it's be varying. It's varying um, universes. Yeah, that's true. I might. I'm probably wrong on that one. When it comes to comics, I'm probably wrong. But <laughs> uh, no, I'd like to see her. I really liked her in the movie. I liked how she went from caring to very psychopathic, and I mm-hmm. I, I really because I feel like that's how Doc Ock is, and. Uh, I don't know if I want... You remember Green Goblin from the beginning of it? Yes. Where he's like all hulked out? Yes. I want to know more information about that. Because I was like, oh, that's Green Goblin. Oh, he dead. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see the interactions between Miles and Prowler. I I would want to see that and the character development from that. You're talking about Prowler, his uncle, right? Yes, Aaron. So we have to see at this point. Well, no, because Prowler's gone. Like that's that's his uncle Ben story, right? So like, I so I didn't I didn't finish the first Spider Man. I only played a little bit of it, and I just haven't gotten around to playing it. Okay. I don't know if there's any big crossover between Spider Man PS4 and this new one. Okay. Um. So if we're talking about Miles, we don't. I don't know how far back we're going. I don't know if we're going to an origin story or if Miles has been working as Spider-Man for a couple yeah. of years. Um, 
I personally would like to see the origins of Miles in Insomniac's you, pathway. You want to play into the Spider-Verse as a video game. <laughs> yes, I love that movie. That movie is great. Like, did you see? I don't know. I put it in the Discord. Someone mashed up the Spider-Man Miles Morales trailer with What Up Danger and yes. the scene that it's playing in in the movie and they splice the movie in with the game. That scene is amazing. That scene is so good. Yeah. What's great is, you know, there's a part in that scene where he's falling, but it inverts it to where he's rising and it's he's rising up to protect his city. Like that's mm-hmm. so fucking good. No, it's dope. Fuck the critics that's that like that movie won awards, but that movie should have got a lot more than it did. Everyone I know and watch and listen to has says that that movie is great. I don't know anybody who says you know that there's that one jerk off critic that's like bleh, bleh, bleh. he's a cock sleeve. Yeah, that movie is fantastic. Surprisingly enough, I don't own it because what happened was I wanted this. I wanted the steel book like special edition from Best Buy, and I mm-hmm. never got it, so I just never bought the movie, and I feel like that's a shame. Hmm. I would like that steel book though. That steel book was fucking beautiful. So, yeah, I just want to be honest with you. I don't know enough about any story arcs or a lot of the villains that are in Miles Morales because I don't read the comics. So everything mm-hmm. is going to be probably a pleasant surprise for me. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, like Miles, I, I knew of Miles Morales, but I never really like delved into that part of Spider-Man. It's always been about Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So now- Spider-Man 2099. I know nothing about Michael O'Hara or Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. Um, that's a, That was a good game. The Dimensions one. Shattered Dimensions. I don't, I don't think I played that one. That was back on PS3 and Xbox. Shattered Dimensions was the one where you played as the Amazing Spider-Man. You played as Spider-Man Noir. You played as Spider-Man 2099. And you played as Spider-Man... You played as Spider-Man that has Venom in him. Like, he has the black suit. Spider-Man Noir is So, wait a second. Spider-Man Noir is real? Spider-Man Noir, yeah. That's like a 1940s. I had no idea. So, I thought that Spider-Man Noir was bullshit. I thought that was only made for the movie. I thought that Penny Parker was only made for the movie. And, like, Spider-Pig or Porker Parker or whatever, Peter Porker. I don't know. John Mulaney. (laughs) No, takes no, no. Spider- out the Spider-Man Noir is legit real. Like that, I don't know about the other ones because I don't know enough about it. I, I don't know if comics came out after Into the Spider-Verse, but Spider-Man Noir is cool. Like Vulture is like he owns like this circus sideshow freak show on the outskirts of town, and like that's his main villain and all that shit. Like it's oh, that's dope. Yeah, I'm looking super- this up right now. So that part of Shattered Dimensions is all stealth. Huh? Yeah. It's really cool. Spider-Man Noir is really, really cool. That's pretty cool. Because he is legit like Spider-Man and Batman put together. I like that. That's yeah. that's pretty baller. You should go back and play Shattered Dimensions. It's pretty fun. Okay. It was really Yeah, good. I will. <clears throat> uh, question two coming from H2O. Retro Achievements has a site where you can log in and earn e-cred on a lot of retro games. If you can sit down and make an achievement... For any 8 or 16-bit game, what would you choose uh, What would you choose achievements for and why? 
I mean, I would choose achievements for Mega Man X because I know I could probably get them all. So, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I, I, I thought about this because I read this question earlier. Uh, I think you you could put in some uh, achievements for like Mario Super Mario Three, like some super easy achievements, but then like some super fucking hard achievements, like beating the game without a power up or something mm-hmm. like that. Like that's interesting because you could take a lot of old games that are already hard as balls and then make them even harder to get achievements. This question's hard for me because I am not an achievement guy. You know, I'm not an achievement hunter either. I'm not. So, like, I don't give a shit about doing all the maxed out cool shit, whatever. Yeah. So, if I would choose an achievement guide thing, um, hmm. You want achievements for the first Metal Gear? (laughs) Even then, what for? Because an achievement needs to be something that's like, I mean, achievements got big because you could use them as currency in like the Xbox 360 store. You could use them to buy other things. Wait, what? Yeah, I dude, that that cannot be a fever dream. I'm pretty sure that you could use achievement points to purchase things. I've never heard of that. It might be it might not be like legit games, but it, I feel like I feel like that's a thing. If not, it should be. He said e-cred, so it's not it's it's a currency, but it's just like I guess here's how big no my dick e-cred is. is like in, internet credibility. Yeah, like it's like saying, here's oh here's I my did dick. this, I yeah. did that. Um, fuck, man, I don't know. Um, I mean, if it's not your thing, I guess you don't really have to give an answer. I think like the the one that pops out to me would be like Chrono Trigger. Um, Chrono Trigger in God, like there would be so many different kill- achievements. Yeah, I mean, like, it, w- it would be about, like, going through the secret bosses, getting all the the endings, um, you know, you know, getting group, an achievement for... Group composition. Yeah, exactly. Um, having Frog and Magus in the same party, that'd be a dumb little achievement because they, they fucking Mor- hate each other. The, yeah, the achievement could be called Mortal Enemies, and the boom, you got yeah. it. Yeah. I think Chrono Trigger would be a really easy game to make achievements for because there's side there's like real quality side missions for Chrono Trigger um, that you can just go through. There's multiple endings. There's party dynamics that can change depending on playthrough. You can do that there's with Final so Fantasy VII. So much 7. that you can do. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII doesn't have as many endings, but it has a lot of side shit, like getting Knights of the Round or maxing out all of your materia. Or yeah, maxing out like, of materia to get another materia. Yeah, you you could do that shit too. Um, RPGs are easy. Yeah, uh, Fighting games are a little bit more difficult uh, because there's no... Do... It's like doing certain combos. Like I, I, the Achievements are kind of already in that. If you go through like some training wo- modes, they're like won't let you progress unless you – I think they're more challenge modes where it's like mm-hmm. do this combination and hit this. And if you do it, then you get to go to the next level. That's a pseudo achievement. Yeah, I guess. That's a mission mode. Yeah. Uh, no, but listen, if anyone that's listening, let me know in Discord or, or on our email if I'm just crazy – because I really legitimately feel like the achievement points were used for some kind of currency. I've never heard it. Because if that's true, like, I should have been chasing achievements yeah. years ago. Yeah. Because I was poor. I don't need it now. 
I mean, it's the I same thing poor. with like Steam's trading cards, where if you get a certain amount of cards, you could trade them in towards like a voucher or like towards a game. I've seen, I mean, Ducky from the fighting uh, game community, I he was doing that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. It's a high Maybe. possibility. <laughs> anyway, Corey, what are you up to this week? Uh, I mean, it's same old, same old with the streams. Uh, so far, I I'm gonna I didn't go back and finish Shovel Knight: Plague of Shadows, but I am going to do it this week. I've allotted one night, uh, and I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm gonna have a Diablo two night. I'm probably gonna play Diablo two on Monday night. I'm in the process because I, as I said earlier. I don't have a copy of Pokemon Fire Red, so I'm in the process of trying to get an emulator up and running and reliable because I want to start my Fire Red Nuzlocke challenge. And before mm-hmm. anyone tries to throw in and be like, well, what rules are you using? I am using the core basic rules of a Nuzlocke challenge. The rules that if you don't use them, they are not a, it's a not a Nuzlocke challenge. So that's just like... You can only catch the first Pokemon uh, in whatever area that you go into. So if you happen to run into a Caterpie, that's what you can catch. Yeah, uh, if you give me a second, I have a list. Um, Actually, I do not. Hold if on. your Pokemon dies, you have to release it. Yeah, give me one second. I'm going to pull it up because I want to say exactly what they are. Bulbapedia has all of the... All, so here we go. The core rules are any Pokemon that fades is considered dead and must be released or put in the Pokemon storage system permanently. Uh, the player may only catch the first Pokemon encountered in each area and none else. If the first Pokemon faints or flees, there are no second chances. If the first encounter in the area is a double battle in Dark Grass, the player may choose which of the two they can catch. I don't think there's double battles in Fire Red. There might be, actually. There might be. I think there is later in the game. Because uh, Double Battles was a feature in Sapphire Ruby. and Ruby. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's a... If... Hold on. If there's a static encounter in the area, the player is allowed to capture them despite already capturing a Pokemon in that area. Shiny Pokemon do not apply to this rule. And then other near-university rules include the general consensus is the player must also nickname their Pokemon, so there's a stronger emotional bond. Strongly implied, though not explicitly mentioned in the comic, is the stipulation that the player can use only Pokemon they have captured themselves, meaning traded Pokemon, mystery gifts, etc. are prohibited. And also strongly implied is a prohibited a prohibition against voluntarily resetting and reloading the game when things go wrong. Being able to do that just renders the entire thing pointless. Mm-hmm. And then you have a slew of optional rules that I'm, fuck these rules. <laughs> Uh, the one rule I do like, though, is the starting Pokemon is based off of your trainer ID number. So every game you have a trainer ID number that goes yeah. with your name. And uh, if the last number of your trainer ID is 1 through 3, you have to start with the grass type. If it's 4 through 6, you start with the fire type. And if it's 7 through 9, you start with the water type. And 0 is player's choice. So... I like that a little bit better than what I was going to do because I was going to do that but just ru- do a random number generator and see what mm-hmm. it landed on. But I like that a little bit more because it, it implements it like the in-game thing into it. There's some right. other ones on here too, like uh, not using healing items at all, uh, only using Pokemon centers, or vice versa, never using Pokemon centers and only using he- he- healing items. That's brutal. That's super brutal. Uh, banning the use of legendary Pokemon, banning the use of Master Balls, banning the use of held items, limiting the number of Pokeballs you can purchase per Pokemart. D- 
dude, this is the Dark Souls of fucking Pokemon games, man. Like, this is stupid. Uh, no, I'm going to be doing the core rules plus that one optional with the starter Pokemon. And I'm going to hope really hard that I don't get Bulbasaur. Because I feel like the Why? Other Bulbasaur better. is great. He's I mean, the yeah, best starter. They're, they're all good. Especially, like, in the original game. Like, fucking Charizard was dumb good. But... I feel like out of all those, I like Blastoise the most. Blastoise is really strong. He's a thick boy. He is a thick boy. So if I can get everything working right, I'll be posting. I mean, I'll have a on my Twitter. I'll have a uh, by the time this comes out, I'll have a schedule put out. Uh, I'm also in collaboration with Scotty. Uh, He had said something about maybe wanting to do Windjammers again. So we, okay. and he picked up the Switch version, as I also picked up the Switch version. So we, I'm talking to him. We might do that on Thursday night, but it's not set in stone yet. Okay. And I just thought about it too. I want to do the Golden Sun games. I have Golden those. Sun games are great. I have both of those, and they're on the Retro Freak, and I have the physical versions as well. And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try and squeeze those in. Uh, I'm that I also said Katana Zero. I'll be doing that. Oh, you're going to replay Katana Zero? Haven't played it in almost probably over a year. Play the hard mode. I'm at the the hard. Oh, that hard mode. It's so rough in places, though. (laughs) No, play the hard mode, dude. Uh, You've already played regular mode, but just play the hard mode. I guess. I'm going to have to delete. I guess if I do hard. I haven't done a hard mode yet, so I don't have to delete my save state. I I forget. That that game doesn't have save slots, does it? No. Yeah, okay. And then uh, Kusanagi reached out to me today, and he has a lead on an Atomus wave in South Carolina. Yo, so he's supposed that. he's supposed to reach out, get some pictures and some contact information, and uh, within the next couple months, if I make the trip to South Carolina, I guess I might as well just drive up and see you. Hell yeah! I, can come I mean, up it's and another six seven hours, but hell yeah! I can come up and see you, and then drive down on the way back and pick it up, and then head home. So uh, I don't know. That's super fucking high up in the air right now. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. He even said it's uh, supposed to be a two-person cab, too. So Nice. That's good. If it's six buttons and it's in good condition and the price is good, we're going to see if the dimensions will fit in the SUV. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's all I got going on, man. Nice. Um, I, video. That's my life. It's every goddamn week. <laughs> it is every week. Like, God permitting. That's really just what it is. God. No, Asmodeus permitting. (laughs) There you go. Asmodeus permitting. Uh, I mean, it's it's factors of work and family life because I am a family man. And health. And health, you know, because I got to get the skinny. I have to be skinny. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, between... Like working on Scrubverse stuff, that's what my focus on. Uh, as far as leisure is concerned, um, I'm just gonna keep on beating up more people in Guilty Gear. That's just recently. That's just what Powell came out and said that he has retired from the Air Force. When is it that you get to retire? Do you get to retire like he does? So it's a little bit different. Um, I'm technically not active duty. Like uh, I'm, I'm technically okay. like not uniform personnel. So what ended up happening to me is... <laughs> what had happened was... <laughs> what had happened was um, when I left, I was picked up almost immediately by a contracting firm mm-hmm. and was working for...
for headquarters Marine Corps. Gotcha. Uh, is the accounting division. Four months later, my old chief warrant officer shows up and tells my supervisor, my on-site supervisor, hey, give me two months and he's going to be working for me. All right. That's just, just ballsy, not giving a fuck. He's a chief warrant officer. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Two months later, I'm You're- working in his office doing this shit. So... The position that I'm in is equivalent to a lieutenant colonel, which gotcha. is relatively high on the officer side of things. Like, right. I'm going to ride this out. <laughs> that's, that's at this point, you're not going to retire. You're going to get put on disability. <laughs> well, I'm already on disability. You, you, so, can you, is there like super disability? <laughs> No, there's not super disability. (laughs) So the way that disability works in the military is that you have VA disability and DOD disability. Mm. I only have VA disability. Mm. So you have Um, another tier you can get to. I mean, I can't get to it anymore because I wasn't wasn't injured to the point of no return. It's just regular injuries sustained while I was in the service. And I get a pretty decent amount for disability. Yeah. What was that? That so, was the first. I was thinking about that today. Like, it's amazing how the series of events happened on how we met. And that night, I just remember that you said, I don't have hips anymore. I left them <laughs> wherever you they were. They got at. sent to Afghanistan, man. Yeah. They, you don't have gone. hips anymore. <laughs> nope. I definitely don't have that shit. Yeah. Uh, um, no, that's, that's just where I'm at. So, the way that our annuity works is that once I hit. 18 or 20 years mm-hmm. um i can pull out my pension but my pension is one percent of my base pay my maximum base pay uh pl- and then you just add all the years that i've been in so if i only do 15 years i do 15 times whatever one percent of my base pay gotcha i'm not gonna say what my base pay is probably but shouldn't it's, pretty great <laughs> that's Let me just and, jerk you off real quick <laughs> that's that's all i'm going to put there so right. um well, i am only planning on working until i pay this house off all right then and you have two houses when your mother passes so <laughs> uh, yeah so i mean like if she passes early i will pay this house off real quick <laughs> All right, well, before we end it, I want to take a little minute to just... We got some really good feedback that made us both feel really good in the Discord. And I think that kind of gave us the strive. Because it just it happens when you just, you kind of get stagnant with stuff that you do. We keep doing it because we love doing it. but like, And we've always said that like we don't care if anybody's listening or anything. We, we kind of care. We want people to listen. But we got some feedback uh, from Mr. Haru in the Discord that really... Like, we were just like, holy shit, dude, thank you. Like, that felt really fucking good to hear. And we just want to say thank you to everyone that, like, especially him in particular, but thank you for everyone that actually supports us and lets us keep doing what we like to do, so. I'm I'm not going to lie. It's a fight to get this shit out. Not because it's hard, but Mentally. because I have all the other shit in my life going on at the same time. Uh, so to know that there are people who appreciate what we do, it makes um, us want to keep going. Yeah, and it makes me want to be better. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put out a shit project. So for everyone that tunes in and enjoys what we do, 
uh, please let me know. Yeah. Because I, I need it. It's, it's hard. Um, I just got done telling you like the level of responsibility that I have, uh, for what I do and then trying to pack this on there and then trying to be a family man at the same time. I have a lot on my plate. Family. Family. Sorry. I, I love what I do here. Yeah. And it's I the reason we keep doing, doing it. it. So please provide the feedback and the things that you want to see uh, change we, or added or whatever. We want to see so. bad feedback. We want we want it all. Give me bad feedback. I need to know where I'm fucking up. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we are not perfect, but uh, yeah. we are coming up. Next podcast is a little special one. It's, that is officially it's it's we're technically been doing this for over a year, but oh, this yeah. is officially fifty two weeks. It's our birthday. Scrubverse. It's our birthday. Uh, yeah, and it's my birthday next week, so it's all just getting wrapped up into. Oh one shit! Is it thing. your birthday next week? Yeah, I'm turning thirty one. Oh shit! That's right. Because this is around too many games, wasn't it? Yeah, this man. was too many games last year. Fuck! I gotta get you a present. I mean, no, I already don't. got it. I already got it. You don't have to, you don't have to buy me anything. You have I everything. Have I can't buy, I'm not buying you gotcha for us. You already have it. So I wasn't going to buy you that anyway. <laughs> no, so, don't buy me that. That's I'm expensive. not buying you that. No, that's, that's, I'm not buying you Cubivore either. Fuck that. I, I have that. You don't I know. Need to get me any, you don't need to get me anything. Nobody has to do anything. Just, just drop. If you want to, just drop into the chat. Yo, happy birthday, fucker. Yeah. And that's it. All right. Everybody get the fuck off my front lawn. Go home. <laughs>